0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to CORE. This is CORE for uh, Wednesday, November 24th, 2021. It is Thursday, of course, episode 291, and we're doing the show right before American Thanksgiving. So up there in Canada, they don't care, do they Bo? They don't care what we're doing.
1: Happy Thanksgiving there, Scott. Yeah, American
0: style. Y- y'all did yours, what, a month ago or some shit? We did ours in
1: October.
0: Yeah. Why is it you have one called Thanksgiving and then we have one
1: called Thanksgiving
0: Why don't we just get it it together and have it all at the same time? I don't understand what our problem is. Why do we separate, do you think?
1: No, I really don't know. I'm sure it was explained to me at one point, and then I definitely moved that information out of my head. That's not important.
0: Well, you got room for other cool stuff in there. Don't don't bog it down with this garbage. Uh, But it's good to be back. Sorry about last week. Uh, I had a bad back, and it was terrible, but I'm good now. Bad back. Yeah, I'm all good now. I'm even drinking this here, a Coke, which has caffeine in it, which usually is bad for my back. Because I, you know, stiffened you up or whatever, uh, but uh, I don't care. I'm, pff, I'm rolling. I'm rolling with it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's my time. <laughs> uh, I'm just glad to be back. It's me, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger, and we're going to dive right in. So sit still and enjoy. All right, uh, we missed you guys, so we're going to start off with a really uplifting, uh, you know, piece of information. A little bit of breaking news from. From late last week but still we think uh important this week but uh real exciting stuff oh no i'm sorry what i'm being told now is that we're going to talk about blizzard and activision and the whole mess over there uh oh. some things did happen turns out um i don't know if well whatever i don't want to i don't want to assume everybody's level of judgment but i think a lot of us thought that maybe bobby kotick was a big part of the problem of the culture that they've been dealing with over there and all their problems lately but it appears that is entirely the case. There was a big write up in the, uh, not Washington Post, but, uh, Wall Street Journal that details a bunch of stuff, including some very specific experiences with Bobby and employees, uh, one of which received a death threat, uh, a, a phoned, like, uh, on her answering machine death threat from Bobby Kodak, which apparently they still have that audio somewhere. Um, it was from some years ago, but still, there there that is. And then there was, um, and not by the way, not this kind of death threat where you go, John, I'm going to come over there and kill you. Not like that. All right, that's a good old fashioned Hollywood death threat. It was more like <laughs> <laughs> it was,
2: It's a classic death threat. Yeah, more a classic death threat. Once again, going to come over, kill me. Oh, yeah. Scott. I, I, I like Scott.
1: this categorization of, of yeah. death threat. His was Let's more continue. like
0: his was like person empowered death threat. I'm going to have. I could have you killed. That's the threat. It's a oh, different, that's that's worse. It is worse,
2: way worse. Because way that's worse. that's legitimate. Because nobody sees Bobby Kodak going over to somebody's house and going, Meh, yeah, I'm, gonna get you. <laughs> "I'm gonna hang out in the street and then jump you," like. But if he's threatening to spend money to have someone killed, that's a legitimate threat that I can see him doing. Yeah. That's the weaselly kind of way he'd do
0: it. Yeah. That's weaselly gangster shit. And, uh, he apparently did that. He also, uh, there, there are people accusing him of direct harassment and some other stuff. And of course, you know, he, you know, covered for himself as much as, you know, whatever he said or did, it, it was all just sort of like, a you know, he didn't take any responsibilities the word i'm looking for um the board expressed support in him however the shareholders want him to get out of there so they and all they
2: also uh, named two board members that they're uh, at least the activision blizzard uh, group did two board members that they also feel need to go out which is another reason why everybody thinks the board is backing bobby is kind of two reasons is one they're a bunch of his buddies and he's made them a lot of money yeah. um and two uh, is that it also would be extremely costly for Bobby Kodak to get fired yeah. because of the insane amount of money they have to pay him if they do, which uh, is just crazy. Yeah, my
1: understanding is that it was the, the shareholders that were calling him out are already predisposed to do this. Like it's about, some small percentage that buy, that are protest purchases hmm. that kind of do this all the time anyways. And because they're in the headlines, it's now clickbaitable. Uh, but it's not really that significant of a thing because they'd be doing it anyways. They're kind of anti to sure. begin with.
0: Yeah. There's um, always somebody but, like that
1: on your, on your board, but um, there's other stuff that has happened that <laughs> has <laughs> we We haven't scratched the surface of the shit actually. No. Like, so you no, know that that being the case, I think, I think there still needs to be continued pressure for the actual, like the large shareholders who's kind of don't care to start caring.
0: Yeah. I think part of that, well, okay. So I'll, I'll say what I've always said. And I still, I hold to this. The, the only way that really happens is when the bottom line starts to erode. And, um, while their stock has been down over the last week or so, I didn't check today. Um, I don't think any of it's enough yet to cause enough seismic activity to make, to make, that happen um that's usually what moves that needle uh for good or for ill you know again
2: they have to make an astronomical amount of money because bobby leaving costs them a ton of money so the amount of pressure they have to be put under has to be in the corporate world not in the logical make sense world mind you uh it has to be more than what his outgoing payment is going to be which again is a huge sum of money i don't know what the exact amount is but it's
0: it's in the 300, 400 million, something, something dollar, whatever. He'd still own some stock. He'd still, you know, it's not, none of this is like dude at the gas station. Sorry, this is going to be your last day. We can't, we can't have you, you know, harassing the, the, the female customers anymore kind of deal where the guy just leaves with a bag of chips or whatever. He's taking a lot of money with him.
1: Um, but what about losing, I mean, the console makers have come out, all of them at this point. Yeah the leaders for all the console makers have come out and scolded and basically warned this company. Yeah. Like in a preemptive sort of strike to say like, you know, this continues, this is there. Like they, you know, I, I am assuming if the money's still rolling in, they're not going to do anything, but if it becomes toxic enough, Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo could distance themselves. Yeah. Which would be, you know, for the, maybe not for the blizzard side of things but for call of duty and and all that stuff i mean that's a big that would be a big loss yeah it's right? a huge that, loss that would get co- if the if the console's actually said like you know what no we're no longer doing business with this company like Kodak would be
0: up yeah if they stopped carrying call of duty just as one simple single example yeah. that's that's a death nail to the stock price so that would do it if even just sony and microsoft said no um nintendo carries you know stuff from them but not not you know not to the level that, that the two main consoles do. So yeah, they would be huge. And so far you can see it is sort of performative. You've had all three uh you know Doug Bowser from Nintendo, oh, who's the Microsoft guy's name always leaves me?
1: Paul Ryan or something like yeah. that. Ryan. Paul Ryan. <laughs>
2: Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. They put him in charge of uh Xbox now. I yeah. know oh, Xbox After, is Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer. After the there you guy go. came out they were like he knows his video game. Phil, Sp-
1: <laughs> Phil Spencer. <laughs> yeah. He did. Um. So did. And then the it's Sony Ryan equivalent. Reynolds for PlayStation. Right. and Doug Bowser for Nintendo. Yeah. D- Doug Bowser's
0: easy to remember because his name's effing Bowser. So. It's a,
1: It was Ryan. There's some Ryan in the name. Ryan. I think.
0: It might be. Yeah. There might be a Ryan in there. All right. Jack PlayStation Ryan. boss. Who is it? I he's, give up. He's action hero Jack Ryan. Jim the, Ryan. Oh, Jim, oh, Jim Ryan. Ryan. Okay. Jim Ryan. There yeah. you go. Jimmy. Old Jimmy Ryan stepping out. Uh, in two
1: first name name.
0: They are very, very performative so far, but I think that's a meaningful thing for them to do. Um, I mean, it doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. <laughs>
1: like, it's fairly unprecedented, I think.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, um, it's pretty crazy how how I I can't think of another recent historic
1: example of it. I tried to find one and I couldn't find one. So. Do you think there's like some sort of secret cult behind all of this? <laughs> like putting my tinfoil hat on. Like Hold I'm on. just I'm thinking about Bobby Coding. I'm like, why don't you just take the money and go? Man? Yeah, we gotta put that tinfoil hat on. That's a good one. It's either like an ego the size of Jupiter that's keeping him there at this point, Mm -hmm. or there's like secret stuff. I don't know what. Yeah, but I don't know. It'll either. all come crumb- It's all coming <laughs> crumbling down.
3: Yeah.
1: And they get together in hoods and pray to uh, Chipotle or something. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Chipotle the god, god of the of god, god of, of endless diarrhea. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> <coughs> the god Chipotle. Wow. I admit, that's a good one. I love that. What would they
1: say? What does a prayer to Chipotle say? I don't even know what Chipotle is. You guys go to it in the States. I've never seen a Chipotle at all. Dear
2: know what Chipotle, <laughs> please don't let this end the way it ended the last time.
0: Here's what it is. I found it. I found a recorded version of it. Here. I have a bad
1: case of diarrhea. There it is. That's the beginning of every prayer <laughs> to Chipotle. That's the Chipotle Um, prayer. So,
0: yeah, it's a, I, you know, yes, it's done through channels and it's not like they got on some 60 minutes interview and did it that way. And I realize it's, it can be seen as, you know, corporate performative, but it's still significant in a, in a pretty meaningful way. And if the goal is to get the guy out of there, that's what these platform holders would do. And the thing is Activision is beholden to those platforms, whether, and and to a large extent that the platforms are also interested in having big titles like Activision titles on them, but also the worst selling call of duty in years and the worst reviewed call of duty in years is happening right now. So mm-hmm. that Vanguard game is not doing well, not doing well by the, by the numbers like doing well compared to somebody's indie effort. Of course they are, but, but by what they're used to this, that thing is sucking an egg and, and that isn't helping. So it's all just a lot of stuff at once. And, and, I do think this ultimately means Codex out of there. The other thing we didn't talk about yet is co-lead at Blizzard uh, when when Brack left was Jen O'Neill. She was added as a co-leader of the company. And she came from Vicarious Visions, which was the company that made the Tony Hawk remakes and then was working on Diablo 2, Resurrected, and uh, was seen as a good leadership pick regardless. But also a lot of people went, well... This could be Blizzard just doing a token hire and making sure that representation is out in front of the cameras, but it's not really doing anything in turn. I mean, there's a lot of skepticism about her being added there. And now that's all been confirmed that basically they were doing that. Um, they never oh, gave her. A, yeah. She never got equal pay. That's just I can't believe they did that. Like that blows my mind that you would do this thing. You got Yabara and you got O'Neill and you now have a chance to say all right well we either can just do this as a token hire and make it and and be obvious about how it looks rather than what it is or we can really mean it and go for it and and like really make a change here and have her voice be a big voice and blah blah, blah all this stuff instead they chose to do the dumb thing which is purely based on appearance they didn't pay her they didn't even pay her what yabara got offered i'm not even sure he knew she just didn't get paid what he got paid, and it's supposed I've to be I've heard a he, he
1: was advocating for the equal pay, but I mean, who knows? He he may have been. The point that they the point is that they, the fact that they didn't is insane. He probably shouldn't have accepted the position either. If he if he was sincere about that, he probably should have. Well,
2: it's, it's I, incredibly I, I, stupid. I, I can't it, believe it's, it. It's it's shockingly dumb. Yeah, like it's, a ten year
1: old could figure out what the right thing to do was in that situation. Yeah, they
2: go hey, yeah. this company's facing scrutiny for not paying men and women the same, so they decide to appoint two new leads to run part of that company. Should they pay these two employees the same? nah like like it takes a special kind of idiot to come up with that (laughs) as the answer and you guys asked you know we've talked about this for so long and it just it's the story that keeps on going it feels like every week is going to be the last time we talk about these idiots and then they do something else that's stupid and i cannot believe like you guys said hey do you think Do you think Bobby Kotick's going to face any judgment for this? Like, you asked me that, Scott. And I said, no, he isn't. He's going to distance himself. He's going to probably fire um, Brack and get him out of there as like a sacrificial lamb sort of deal. Like, look at the changes I made. And then as a result, you know, things aren't going to stick around long enough for attention to fall back on Bobby. But you know what will get your attention back on you? By doing something so stupid as continuing to do the thing you're in trouble for with the new people you yeah. brought in to replace your sacrificial lamb.
0: Yeah, and it's it's, it's, so it, dumb. And it's them. It is literally Kodak and his people that would have made that decision because that's the level of hire that it is. This isn't huh. something that happens 18 rungs down on your corporate ladder. This Steady. is one that happened right at the top. And the fact that somebody didn't say you guys, whatever you do, just make sure they're both getting paid the same. Or at the very least, if you're going to screw this up, give the lady more and give the guy less. The fact that nobody did that makes it sound, makes it feel like my cat was in charge. I don't get it. I just don't get it.
1: Don't be so mean to your cat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it just, it shows you how, um, just unintelligent. The people that are making the decisions are, yeah, uh, you know, and, and it's it's that level. It's like comic. It's like schoolyard comical level. Because um, I think it also came out somewhere that the Townsend email mm-hmm. to employees that went viral at the start of this for being so tone deaf oh, um, right. um, was actually written by Bobby Kotick. And then when it went bad, he threw under the bus publicly, saying like, "Oh, what she wrote was real shit. Sorry about that." Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, yeah. and it was him. And like, yeah. so this is this is. I mean that's we're seeing like the skirt is lifted up so to speak on what things are on the inside mm-hmm. of the company and and I mean it's it's chaotic but it's also the people around that support that as well the board and and whoever else it, it there's very little hope I there's very little hope here yeah well, there's some hope. Okay, the hope is he gets out of there. I know too much now about this company. I I, I do not respect their level of intelligence.
0: Yeah, I don't. I that. don't either. The way that this thing gets righted is gonna. If it does at all, it takes years. It takes more than just performative action. It takes transparency. It takes. It takes a whole lot more than what they're giving us now. You I mean,
1: need some talented people at that that are passionate about video games, and it just sounds like that's not that's not what we have here. Yeah, you
0: know, I mean, I used to think. Uh, I'll be honest. I used to go, well, Bobby Kodak seems like a knob. And yeah, he's in charge of billions of dollars. And, you know, he's one of those guys. But, you know, I'll bet he hunkers down and can play a, a, a you know, a wicked matcha <laughs> something. You know, he's playing some you game. thought so? Yeah, I did. I, I wanted that to be true years ago. Right. This is back to like, yeah. you know, two, 2008, 2009, when everyone was complaining about the merger. I remember thinking, well, I'll bet Kodak could you know, he'll, he'll play wow with you. He, he probably has a raid team, you know, like I used to have these, these weird ideas that, that if you were in video games, you were in it because you loved them and, and you were a player and, and, and player first and an executive second. And, and, you know, a lot of those guys like Phil Spencer, that dude plays video games. He likes them. He talks about them. Yeah, him. He, oh, yeah talks about, he
2: definitely does. Yeah. No doubt about it. He
0: talks about competitors games and how, you know, and he talks about them, the kind of detail that only a player would know um doug bowser similar thing dude's super into nintendo, into nintendo games it may be a career position for him but it's also you know stuff he loves i don't i i never once look at those guys and go why are they here I, and I, I remember feeling that way a little bit about reggie fieseman because he always seemed like like he's a, i think Reg, reggie's fine reggie seemed like a genuine dude but I never felt like Reggie played any of that shit. I felt like he um, just was.
2: Reggie felt like a, a casual convert. Like he would sample the product. Yeah. Like he came over from pizza. Yeah. Like that was, And that was like my reaction at the time. Because I think I felt the way you felt. Which was like, oh, you got into video games. Because you cared very much about video games. And when they were like, you know, here's Reggie Fisabay. And he's uh, he's from Pizza Hut. And I was like. <laughs> well, I I do like pizza though. Yeah, I do like pizza. Uh, i I'm not sure, but I feel like maybe it wasn't his passion, right? But I definitely got the impression that he played probably with his kids. He yeah. probably had a night. Like, Reggie had game night. He's like, guys, we're going to play Nintendo because I'm in charge of Nintendo. So you all going to get a Nintendo and we're going to sit down yeah. and we're going to play it. And I'm going to get what, what you're all into. But it never, fe- it never felt like it was his passion. I like, agree. Reggie was like, I'm passionate about video games.
0: And it, it was never like, oh, I bet he's good at any of it. He plays like my dad or something. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah. Not good at it or whatever, but still laughing and you oh, know it's a hilarious thing to do in a video. Like you could always tell that he was like that level of connected. I'm now convinced that Bobby Kotick may have never played a video game in his life or felt any actual joy in his life.
1: All right, so there. I mean, that's I, yeah, oh, that's possible. That's a that's a. That's a, that's a <laughs> that's like a a ramp (laughs) like he's never played a game to never had any joy in his life he's a sad sack of shit (laughs) i mean you know i'm sure he's fine i mean i just he's motivated by other things i mean he's part of a you know very large executive playing power games and you know all that stuff and I, i think that's i think I think that's what it is. I think people at some companies succeed in spite of him. And Activision, like other companies like it, are good at picking up talent. And and when they start meddling, they don't meddle very well. And it, yeah. I think we're in full metal mode when it comes to Blizzard, for sure.
0: Well, to, to John's and, point earlier, before we started the show, um, PlayStation is also embroiled in a bit of a harassment suit of their own. I don't have the details in front of me, but this was apparently new-ish. And so a lot of people are like, oh, you're going to criticize Activision, but you can't keep your own place clean. I think it goes back to that point John made pre-show about that the industry as a whole, big business as a whole. There's a lot we could say about just all of those places have got they've got shit to fix and clean and do. And, And, you know, for all I know, they're sacrificing babies over at Microsoft to get Game Pass profitable. I don't know. I have no idea. Like at the, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do the best I can with the information I have as a, as a player to support the companies and to play the games that, that, uh, that at least appear to be working on it. And I know none of them are going to ever be perfect. No one is, there's no such thing, but you know, Bobby Kotick doing death threats and, and direct harassment, that should be enough to take the CEO out of that company. That should be enough. And if that's not enough, then I don't know what is. what is enough? You got to murder a guy in front of everyone like what do you have to do to get Kodak out?
2: You have to cost the company more money than you're bringing in
0: ding but that's like it.
2: that's it that <laughs> and it sucks. It's a shitty answer but yeah. um, that's that's what it uh, I hate down. that you're right, but you're right.
0: that's how it'll happen so what so where will that come from? that will come from could come from these console pressures, but it will probably just come from player revolt, and I'm not sure players enough players care they just want their call of duty and they want their world of warcraft or they want their whatever and that's not and that's it so as long as they're getting that they're happy to to hork out their 60 bucks and their and their skin money and their you know their war zone freaking battle pass money and they'll just keep doing that and until they stop doing that then nothing changes so i i i'm I'm not advocating for one thing or the other i just think i i think it's just time we all came to came to the realization of what is actually happening here and what's happening here is the money will speak and that's probably it it's probably it freaking money all right let's move on um every game that got delayed (laughs) we're going to talk about it all of them uh, every game that was delayed to 2020 or in 2021 so far. Oh my uh, god, that's got
1: to be a lot of games.
0: It's a lot of games, Bo. It's a lot of games, and here's the thing: some of these I care about, and many of them I do not. Or some of them, it's just like, fine, take your extra time, it's okay, because I'll, you know, I'd be happy to see how this turns out. I'll give you a couple of obscure ones I hadn't even heard of, but until uh, we looked at this article, Pragmata, never heard of it. I don't remember seeing this at any kind of like E3 or whatever, so I don't know what this is, but a mysterious and Death Stranding-esque game from Capcom has been delayed called Pragmatic. But
2: that one's weird because it wasn't even delayed from this year. It was, de- I mean, the, the little creepy girl <laughs> is telling me that it's not coming out in 2022, it's coming out in 2023. Yeah. So like that one's kind of even crazier because a lot of them right now, what we're seeing is we're going, oh, we're not going to make the end of the year, so push it to February.
0: Yeah, and she's um, she's standing there holding a the sign that has 2022 crossed out, 2023 written in its place, and then a little sorry. So for those at home listening, that's how they've decided to do it. And I don't know what that girl's up to, but it ain't no good. No. Yeah.
2: If you see that girl, you should probably run. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I get out. Whatever it is, get out.
2: This is not gonna. Yeah, if she's
0: your daughter and, and you love her, I understand. But dude, get the f out. She's not. Yeah. She's
1: put her up for
2: adoption.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna advocate for your troubled children at home, everybody.
1: <laughs> if um, you have a disturbing child, leave it on a the doorstep. There you go.
0: There's a game called Thamesia. Uh, I think is how you say it. It's a brutal hack and slash game with Clear Souls influences and a ton of blood and gore. It's now going to arrive in 2022. No reason given for the delay. Again, this is one I hadn't heard of. This was coming to, this is Team 17's publishing it, coming to PS5, Xbox Series S and X and PC. I didn't know this existed, but it's delayed. So that's not coming either, real soon, everybody. Themesia.
1: All right. I, you know, I, had, I got Themesia once when I was younger. But the, <laughs> yeah. doctor, the doctor prescribed me Rogaine for it. Yeah. Did it work? <laughs> is that
0: why you got all that long hair and beard and everything?
1: Yeah, well, I had long hair in other places. I had to get rid of that. Ooh. Oh, That's it's called I it
2: Migrated it. Okay. I it's
1: on my thighs. I had I had you know long mullet on my thigh. Got it. It's
0: nobody wants long mullet thigh.
1: Best joke I've ever said.
0: It's pretty good. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Metal Hell Singer again. Not one I'd heard of. A rhythm focused shooter comparable to Doom and the similar BPM bullets per minute game. Uh, Metal Hell is now arriving. Sometime in 2022, the development team, led by former Battlefield Bad Company 2 lead designer David Goldfarb, uh, and the game features tracks from musicians like Lamb of Gods, Randy Blythe, or Blythe. Uh, based on your performance, more layers are added each time, uh, and the track gives you a more richer experience. Looks like a third person sort of thing, but it's rhythm based. I had never heard of this.
1: The, there's your three. <laughs> I mean, the count to the delay
0: if you'd never heard of it. Well, does it even exist? <laughs> You know what I mean, I mean like, yeah.
2: if, a, you if hear, a game gets delayed and you didn't know it exists, did it get delayed? Yeah. Scott did. hears about a lot of games
1: like I, I do. I, if he didn't hear about this game, then I don't I question whether it was even announced. A lot
0: know. of people both. It's funny you bring that up. A lot of people think that when I can't think of a game's name or a developer's name and I'm banging my head against the wall and someone in the chat blurts it out I'm like, oh, yeah, right. They think that is just me in cognitive decline or something. No, yeah, no what that is is I have too much of this in there, and I do pay attention to this stuff. I do keep track of it.
1: I just can't hold it all in the same straw. Chat room likes its fan fiction. Just let them have their fan. Fiction. Yeah, it is fan. Have fic, a cognitive it? decline. It's it's enjoyable for them. Yeah, it's a good time.
0: Uh, here's a game you may have heard of. <laughs> Saints Row. Remember Saints Row? That's a that's a game. Uh-huh. This I did do. get delayed, and uh, this is the reboot of the series that was announced at E3. I think it was E3. It may have been one of the other showcases. They all kind of run together now, but um, the upcoming reboot of Saints Row will be arriving six months later than previously announced. Volition moved the title from February 25th, 2022 to August 23rd, 2022. So really a year, effectively a year delay Uh, with COVID being a big part of the delay. They say the delay will ensure the game meets studio quality standards, according to studio boss Jim Boone. Uh, I was looking forward to this because I like Saints Row. I like open world games and I thought perhaps it would be time to like update what saints row is. And if they need extra time, that's fine with me. That's okay. Go ahead yeah. and take your time.
1: You and need I- extra time to, to, to make sure that guy's <laughs> headphones are the right size. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was waiting to hear Bo's take because I know you're not like his, his, head, his
1: headphones are so big you're not really a it's big fine. Saints Row guy are you that's ah, fine really... Saints Row's fine I just never really played it I can't judge okay. I can't judge I, I like it a lot but I like the wheelchair gun and the dildo things I saw yeah, you... <laughs> like in the trailer <laughs> seems good I approve <laughs> 2021 quote of the year I like the dildo things I saw.
0: Bo Schwartz. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Uh, This one, which has been in, feels like permanent perpetuity of delays, is Six Days in Fallujah. Also controversial. Uh, This is a a shooter, rather, called Six Days of Fallujah, which was actually canceled well over a decade ago. Then it got revived. uh, Got delayed quarter four, 2022. The game in development at Highwire Games takes place during the second, or real second battle of Fallujah, and has drawn criticism for for the developer initially saying it wouldn't be making a political statement before backtracking. Um, if you're going to reproduce that event, you're you're, you're you, you it. can't help but be political. You just yeah, that's just how it is.
2: I was going to say, I'm glad that it mentioned it in the article, uh, which just for reference, everybody we're reading off GameSpot. Um, yeah. But uh, the I remembered this game from like when I was still in school. Oh, (laughs) is what it seemed like and i was like wait a minute are they still trying to make this game i i feel like i was in high school the last time i heard about this game and and it being delayed it's kind of that constant eternal like we're gonna do this we're gonna make this video game no yeah Yeah. no it's bad we're not gonna do
0: it it's like what was the i guess duke nukem forever was the previous king of all delays just your yeah. decade, a decade or more of, of delays, and then finally. Let came me out. tell
2: you, when you get it in the end, going to age well. This quote: uh, <laughs> "It's not always the uh, enjoyable experience you were hoping it's, it was going to be." Uh, as somebody who eventually played Duke Nukem Forever, uh, sometimes it's better to have uh, just never had that happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I pre-ordered it. That's why I don't pre-order.
0: Oh, the is this the? I pre-order. didn't know there was a titular moment of, of pre-order. Um, never do it again from this game. Is that true? I, didn't yeah, I was know.
1: stoked. I played it when I was young. I wanted to play this one. Eighty bucks down the drain. I couldn't even finish the first level. I was like, "This Damn, is, disgusting.
2: dude, it's pretty bad." It no refunds bad. back a, then. It's a yeah. really bad game.
0: It's not a good game. I only played a little too, and it's it's bad. Uh, another one is the Playdate. Now we're getting into hardware. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing this. I didn't. I wasn't looking forward to paying. I thought the, the Playdate came out. No, there, there are some people, you know, influencer types or whoever, who have one. Um, developers have them, but they did not, it has not shipped yet to people who bought them or pre ordered them. It's this little, uh, for those who don't know, it's a little indie focused handheld that looks like a, I don't know, it's like a Frankenstein Game Boy kind of. It's got a crank on the side. They're yellow, you get an A, B button and a, or A button, B button and a D and a pad. And then this crank can be used for gameplay as well as, doesn't that let you charge the damn thing or something? I can't remember. Oh, I,
2: don't, I don't remember, but yeah, that could be. I I think the crank is like, I mean, they know what they're doing because I saw that and was like, it's whimsical. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I it's want cute. it. I and want one I'm too. sure Bo was excited at all the fishing game possibilities. A crank on the side of your console would allow for Oh, yeah, you go no, fishing. It's yeah, like a reel.
0: Yeah, fish all day. It actually seems pretty neat. Um, it was made by the people who made that game, uh,
1: fire, uh, fire, fire, or walk or with like no firewatch, firewatch. firewatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: those guys had this idea.
1: Um, yeah, it's an indie game developer that just decided to make a crazy little indie system. Yeah.
0: Is what they said. Uh, the reason was for the delay. The company behind the product said, quote, a battery tragedy is to blame for the slight delay. Mm. So 2022 early tragedy. Yeah,
2: I don't know what that means. That sums up life about right now. (laughs) Well,
1: maybe something in their design was flawed or something. I
0: hope so. And it wasn't someone's It might be a really
1: costly thing. Like they might be at a point where they're not breaking even or losing money now if they have to fix a production line.
0: You don't think it was a developer who's turning the crank one day and he's like, this is so cool. And then his head exploded (laughs) because it had a bad Uh, battery uh, in it. It's
2: just like a scene from Aliens. They just (laughs) sprayed him and just... (laughs)
0: I hope not. We laugh, but we hope not. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the Steam Deck, which I got personal email about from from uh, Valve saying... Steam dick. Sorry. Your Steam dick. Your steam dick steam is steam late. Dick. Uh, yeah, the Steam Deck is their handheld thing, and it's not coming yet. I had a huge, long conversation with somebody. I hope people learn from it, but I had a conversation on Twitter with somebody about what the Steam Deck is and isn't, and they were convinced that you had to have a PC first to even have a Steam Deck second. And I had a really hard time explaining to them that you it is a PC. It is a PC. Yeah, you don't need a PC. I mean, not
2: want to throw mo- shade at that person, but it seems like that's a pretty easy solution when they say you have to have a PC in order to get one, and you just go, no, you don't.
0: Yeah, you you don't need one. It is it is one. <laughs> and not only that, and okay, I guess I understand well, the idea if you've it's never a good had pointer, a, John.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: no, you're wrong. If you've oh, you never don't. owned a Steam game, I guess maybe it's less valuable, but if you have a big Steam library, then yeah, there's an advantage there, but that doesn't mean you had to own the previous PC, which has all your Steam shit on it. It just means you had a lot of games already. So anyway, it is a PC.
1: Uh that's I mean, been it's, delayed. An, it's impressive where they can fit computers. I've got a at work, I have a Surface, and it's kind of impressive how much you can get done in such a small
0: package. I like surfaces. I wish the Surface didn't get um, they they had a deal with Wacom for their first two uh, for the pen, and it was awesome, and it was really good as an art tool. Yeah. And then they decided to do their own, and it it was it's a terrible pen. Maybe better now, but mm. version three, four, and five were bad, and for forever went my hopes of the of a of that device becoming my new art tool. I wish it would have, but. That's too bad. Yeah, their, yeah. New, their their pen was laggy and shitty and bum, bum me out.
1: You're better served by Apple in that regard, right?
0: At the moment, yeah. We'll we'll see how that pans out in future, but right now it's it's kind of the tool de jour. Um. All right. Fan, Final Fantasy and Walker two week delay. Not that big a deal.
2: No, that's fine. It's I fine. needed it. You so yeah, you did I'm, need it.
0: Right? You yeah. had to level a whole nother character to Max and do all the story again or something.
2: Yeah, and I've done that. I've got two jobs at Max now. Yeah. Oh, So good. And now, just next week, yeah. next week I'm going to be playing Endwalker. I'm so excited
0: there for it. There you go. Uh, the other one is a game called Scorn. A creepy adventure game with clear influences from H.R. Giger's uh, character design. I say Giger because I watched his documentary and that's how they call him. Giger. Alright? I know we've all been saying Geiger our whole lives. It's Giger. Anyway... Uh, Was supposed to be one of the more interesting Xbox console exclusives in this year, but it has been delayed to 2022. More information will be available in December when they show us Gidger. It was never (laughs) Gidger. I watched this doc and he said it many (laughs) times and I went, all right, so it's Geiger or (laughs) Geiger.
2: See, you did what I did because I also watched the documentary and I still say Geiger because I like it better. It's like when somebody explained, you know, the guy who created GIFs calls them GIFs, which means technically, and I go, hmm. What a logical, well-thought-out argument. I'm going to continue to call them gifts because I like myself.
0: Yeah, I'm calling them gifts no matter what because gifts without a T is gif, With a T is gift. No one says gift, okay? No one gives you Christmas gifts, do they? Yeah. They give you gifts. <laughs> well, that's a good art line of reasoning. Damn straight yeah, it I is. like that one. It's the best one. It's the only one that matters. Forget everything else you've heard. I don't so, care what the, just... the inventor of gifts can see all he wants. I don't care. Lots of weird inventors do things. Right. Forget him. At a
2: certain point, you give it to the public and they decide. We yeah, decided. It's, it's ours. GIF. Yeah. Take Choosing it. nerds choose GIF. Choose-
0: <laughs> I can't believe you have somehow made a GIF joke. The GIF peanut butter joke from an era that no one remembers about GIF peanut butter and a slogan they don't use anymore. Yeah, that's amazing.
2: Head,
1: I'm not gonna lie, oh, I did
2: amazing. it just before Daniel J Newman. So kudos to you for also doing it, sir. Oh, that's uh, every-
0: a great. You both deserve something. That was that was awesome. In French, HR Giger is Ash Gige.
3: giger. Wow. Wee oui, wee. Oui.
0: All right. So uh, fancy. Here's one that we're all sad about. At least I am. I'm glad they're taking their time, but you know whatever. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. This is, uh, Firaxis's follow up to well this is their first big turn-based strategy since the XCOM series and uh if you don't count I guess Civilization 6 but anyway uh they say they want to make the best uh, game possible and that thing looks really promising and so uh take your time it's fine we'll wait. You we showing absence.
2: this lady for uh, Midnight Suns pictures and I keep thinking it's Diablo 4. I yeah, think- I
1: figured the delay is because Diablo's delayed so they need more time to copy what Di- Diablo is <laughs> 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 they're like oh shit diablo 4 we thought it'd be out this year not gonna be out we need more time to study their artwork so we can include it in our game
2: i see well i mean I if see. you scroll down on this article we're looking at literally just a little bit i think it's lilith. basically the same picture from and diablo her name it,
1: i think her name is lilith as well like diablo 4 oh, features really? lilith and that's lilith in Mark. like it's the same named and they look like like look I'm like, I think they're literally putting copying Diablo Four. Uh, it almost feels like, but yeah. you know, probably not. Probably yeah. it'll make more sense when the games are released.
0: She but. looks to me. I always just see Kerrigan. I think it's all it the green right like there. Kerrigan There's
1: some Kerrigan vibes.
0: There. Yeah, definitely getting a Kerrigan vibe out of it. Um, then <laughs> they,
1: they next- started off copying Starcraft, hoping Starcraft Three would be out, but then they had to switch to Diablo Four.
0: So. Yeah. Um, what's weird is a lot of the stuff that got delayed is saying. Uh, February of next year, there's no way that holds for most of these.
2: No, they no said way. February because I think it puts it within a fiscal quarter and that's their goal. Yeah, but it's gonna keep going. Now, here's one. Are we gonna I talk about-, about all these? We got a lot.
0: No, I'm only gonna do a couple more here. So the, <laughs>
2: so the say, one- this article goes yeah, for a- 17 more. Yeah, pages.
0: it's a lot of delays. Is, the, is the, <laughs> that's the main takeaway is that like everything in its dog got delayed. But I wanted to mention Shovel Knight Dig for, for a reason here. So I like that Shovel Knight game series a lot. Uh, It's an 8-bit throwback. Uh, First came out in 2014, but it was meant to look like an NES game, and it really does and sounds like one. Um, And it's really fun, like a really good time. Anyway, they were making a game called Shovel Knight Dig, and it was like a puzzle game spinoff of the series, and I was actually really looking forward to it, and now we're not going to get it. So I just wanted to call that one out. Okay. All right. There's a lot more on here. We know about most of them. Like you said, Overwatch, Diablo.
2: Man, look at EA Sports PGA Tour getting paid for its little thumbnail almost. I saw just the picture and I was like, what the hell is -hmm. this? Yep, I had to look at the actual article to find out what the name of the game is because it looks like... It looks like EA Sports presents PGA Tour Cross FedEx. Finally, the fighter we always wanted to see. We can have uh, Fuzzy Zoller go up against your local delivery guy.
0: (laughs) The guy that wants your signature for your iPhone (laughs) is going up against Fuzzy Zoller. That's fantastic.
1: Um, by the way this article is so long that even the author lost track because if you scroll down pragmata is on there a second time and it doesn't reference like it's not a joke or a reference it's just seriously on there they accidentally of, did it twice. <laughs> it takes so long to scroll back up in the article he probably forgot he mentioned it first or whatever
2: of, <laughs> it just loops back around we're just one, back where we started
1: one of
0: them that, that i guess didn't surprise me but also i'm surprised it happen so late in the game is elden ring because everywhere you go that you can pre-order elden ring playstation xbox stores uh steam everything the language and the and the stuff that's up everywhere about that game are are all like eminent release type imagery like coming soon almost here ready to rock let's go elden ring nope you're gonna have to wait for from software's game until well they say february so uh Bo, I did want to pick one of these out for you rocksmith plus you you sad about that got pushed off
1: uh no i i'm well I, I just i'm not sad about it i think it's awesome. I'm hearing it's not very good right now but oh. it's still i think they're they're delaying it because it's not very good like didn't get a good reception, so yeah I haven't been following it too too hard i i'm I like rocksmith, but i want to be able i want some d m c a friendly options it's fun to play on stream,
0: yeah, yeah. I want to, I liked watching you when you would do that. That was fun.
1: I see. enjoyed it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Rocksmith is, has tons of songs. It's almost like it's not needed. There's a really cheap, it goes on sit Rocksmith 2014 edition goes on sale all the time. Mm-hmm. So do the songs. It's not really needed, but we'll see. Right. I think what's going to happen is people are going to be able to write their own yeah. tracks. I just don't know how that's going to get monetized, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, good point. Um, there's a bunch of others here: God of War, that weird multiplayer, uh, Resident Evil, Warhammer, Dark Tide, which we're all going to play, I'm sure. Uh, they talk about all those, but I think we kind of knew about them. Anyway, uh, so yeah, there's plenty of games out there, so don't worry. Don't be don't be sad if we didn't mention your favorite game in this giant list that goes on forever and even doubles up a couple of times. All right, what else we got going on? Uh, humankind, that cool, uh, the, the role or, um, Civ like that I quite like. It's on Game Pass, so I tried it and it was, it's good. It's a beast, but it's good. Uh, it's by the people that did, uh, uh, what is it called? Not space, every space, ever space, ever space one and two, ever, ever, not, ever
1: not ever space, ever no endless space, endless space. Endless thank space. you.
0: The endless space and endless legend people did it, and, um, They're now getting a hundred turn demo. So that's a lot of turns,
1: actually. I just thought that was an interesting way to do shareware because it's a one more turn kind of game. So like if you play to a hundred turns, you're definitely buying the game. I think.
2: Yeah, it (laughs) seems that seems brilliant Uh, because if I I made it to a hundred turns and they said, Do you want to buy to keep playing? I'd be like, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> like, uh, absolutely. I don't yeah. know if I can quit after a hundred turns.
0: Yeah, it seems like a pretty generous, uh, uh, you know, offering or whatever.
1: Plenty, and I don't know. I just, I, I I, liked, I just, I just like that 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 strategy.
2: It's, it's awesome. like I, tantric video gaming. If you stop after a hundred turns, I think. <laughs> oh, wow,
1: I think. Uh, what happens so, if you stop tantric early?
0: Well, ask Sting. He knows. He knows what's up he's your tantric uh love
1: man yeah like uh, yeah i don't know you do blue you? i really
0: don't <laughs> even know what you do what is tantric i don't know what any of that is what is it do, do we want to get into that what is tantric uh i
1: think it's like um some sort of meditation well the, i think we're, we're not saying the whole thing we're talking about tantric sex oh oh which being about, <laughs> being about sex i don't really you know my knowledge will be very limited um <laughs> <laughs> you hear that ladies uh, all right Woo. but here is the tantric sex is a slow meditative form of sex with the end goal is not orgasm but enjoying the sexual journey and sensations of the body oh. so i guess it's like mindfulness you know when you meditate except while having sex
0: yeah so but great. at the end okay at some point does sting go oh, all right love i'm ready like what do, what happens at the end something no, no, it,
2: it, it ends the same way it always does just the like end goal know,
1: the end goal is not orgasm. Like that—that's the thing. It's you know you're extending that journey for as long as possible. Right. I it's,
2: think It's the, uh, the it's about the journey, not the destination. Right. But do they say. some at some?
0: So did they deny themselves that ultimate destination?
2: I think if you deny
0: it, isn't
3: that? Well,
1: I edging? think it's like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we I don't, don't think either. it's a denial thing. I think it's just. Stay stating in a meditative state mid right there's like you know because like if you chart sex on a graph you have like the low point that, that goes up yeah and then you have a sharp decline so i think it's just keeping it in that that area
2: right there keeping it like this, <laughs> like this. yeah so that you, the, 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 the
1: bar graph goes and then it stays straight and then you're just kind of in the straight thing where you don't go to climax but you're definitely having sex
0: okay
2: uh, all right so just keep right. it like this for as long as possible before it ends up like this
1: <laughs> i mean i'm surprised there isn't a video game about this maybe there is there I probably know.
0: is some anime thing on right. on uh, steam i'm sure it yeah. exists.
1: but I, I just don't know if you can separate tantric from sex okay uh, if that's just because that was what you asked we we went into sex but maybe so
0: maybe tantric medication med- med- medication meditation, meditation. Is, is a whole separate <laughs> thing Very that's human. that can be a you know, maybe they just apply it to sex, but maybe it applies to all sorts of things. I don't know.
2: Like tantric soda drinking, get the yeah, most out go. of your can. Yeah,
0: there. The it is. term
1: tantra in Indian traditions means systematically broadly applicable text, theory, system, method, instrument, technique, or practice. So, in a way, tantric sex is just another way of saying sex system trademark. Oh, okay, okay. I guess. All right. Yeah. So, it is, so it's, it's a, just a, it's just because it's exotic, and you say tantric, it sounds like a fancy thing to an English brain, but mm-hmm. it's probably just like sex system <laughs> like you know it's kind of what we're saying i gather from that if i uh
0: i get sunburned really easy could i call that a tan trick no okay moving on hey let's do this next thing let's do this next thing uh, so that we can pretend nice i never so. made Love that on, joke on. uh human humankind 100 uh, turn demo all right we're over with That's that what-
2: yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, let's move on to what we just, yeah, well, we just talked. talked
1: about. They, there's an Indian colony in in humankind, so it's oh, there you go, tangentially related. I'm sure. Tan- tantrically, tantrically related, related. I'm sure. Does it sell NFTs? It's amazing Jet how, how
2: we nail this every time, and it's T- never. <laughs> how core never misses. It's just a, it's just a series of hits. Oh yeah, it's
0: 100 headshots the whole match. That's what we do yeah. here on core. All right. uh the game awards are coming up. And by the way, that's exciting for a couple of reasons. One, it's kind of a fun thing to see who wins stuff, but mainly for me, it's like a bunch of announcements that, uh, don't come out in other places. And that's become, that's, that's grown, you know, for years now where that, that show gets more and more announcements. I do wonder though, in the shroud of, uh, all these delays and a lot of stuff just sort of in the works, if we'll see as many announcements, but Jeff Keely on Twitter claims there's a ton of stuff that we don't know about yet. That's getting announced. So, yeah. so we'll find yeah, maybe out. They can start a second mm-hmm. show
1: called the delay awards. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
2: What what game that isn't coming out anymore. Were we excited about and now sad about Yeah, tantric think, awards is what they're called. <laughs> I think that the announcements, that's what I get excited about too. Um, but that's what I was would be excited about anyway because I don't particularly care that much about awards. Yeah. But I I do think it's like it's the coolest part, and I think it's also the problem because it's certainly the game awards are getting a lot of criticism this year for being very commercial, for being very you know it, it kind of ha- crops up every year, um, and I think there's evidence to it. It's gotten a lot of criticism for certain games not being there that you know people felt should be uh, definitely there and you know some games featured very prominently that maybe uh have interests that uh i don't know you there's nothing there that's so open and shut that you go oh game awards is friggin corrupt as shit but there's a lot of like hmm hmm it's hmm. corrupt not corrupt hmm. it, it, i not know what john's saying but-
1: yeah uh, your John's not wrong.
2: Corrupt I was, is too strong. It's a yeah.
1: market it's a big marketing show. Man.
2: Yes, there you go. Well yeah. said. Yeah. It's not we're not talking
1: about the purity of evaluating a game on critical merits. Right. The way you know my nerd braid wants to. Have we evaluated this on twelve vectors of excellence? You know, it's like it's just like, you know who sold the most? but the
0: good the, the the, the reason sport, it's not yeah. that controversial of a statement is because that's really all the oscars are that's really all the emmys yeah. are like at the yeah. end of the day it's yeah, all guess what?
2: it's an award so. show like all the others
1: yeah. by the way th- there's a joke in there somewhere but all these delays is like tantric marketing or something yeah. like that right like yeah. all these games are like not coming out yet not coming out yet so we're in this middle <laughs> peak by the way yeah. just, uh-huh. just i just needed we're to
2: we're like
1: that. this Ta- like called this them, with video yeah games. always that yeah. way with yeah. video games chadroom called it edging and
0: I don't I've never heard that before. Edging.
2: That's what I yeah. said it was. You, you've never heard of edging Oh, I didn't before. hear you say
1: it. What does edging mean? Someone tell it me. Means you
2: get right up to the moment and then you stop. Oh I
1: And then it's like it's like standing on the edge of a cliff, but not jumping off, right?
0: Okay, all right. I thought it was like my experience (laughs) with
1: edging is like one of these chorecore games where I'm like cutting and it's like walking to the edge and then looking and then walking back and then walking back back to the edge of the cliff and then walking back. Chat room, don't say boomer moment, say Gen X
2: moment. I've never boomer. I'm not a boomer. (sighs) <laughs> it's like in it's like in House Flipper, Scott. You've done all the things they've asked you to do, and there's one smudge left on the window, and then you just close the game instead of <laughs> playing. <it.
1: laughs> I, yeah, I would say like some people don't have time for edging, man. Like not everyone doesn't have to know everything all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: but I have heard of soaking though, because soaking's big at BYU Brigham Young University here in Utah. <laughs> uh, Wait,
1: okay. This is news. <clears throat> what is?
0: Soaking? Whoa. You want to hear about soaking? Here it is. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you soaking? what I <laughs> what
2: I want to hear how Scott's going to describe soaking. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's I the important hear. part. Yeah, see, I don't know soaking. <laughs> I know edging. Don't know soaking. All right, here's soaking. This is how we come together and exchange knowledge. In a, in a way,
0: what's funny is I, from what you described, it sounds like edging and soaking are, are siblings. But anyway... <laughs>
2: There's more, th- there's more thrust in edging. Soaking is more often. Yeah. Okay. So here's what happens. Here's what goes
0: on. So at a univer, a private university run by a religious organization, that would be Brigham Young University. You could look at other like Catholic schools, things like that. Similar, similar oh. deal. So they have codes of conduct and all of that. And codes of conduct can range from everything from you can't have beards on campus to, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else there is. But usually there's some kind of like you can't have premarital or non-married sex with somebody else is one of the rules okay. at BYU. Okay. And so what happens, there's two things that actually happen there that that people use to get around these rules. And most of it's just trying to convince themselves. It drives me crazy. But basically <laughs> it's this. Uh, students will they they believe that if you just put your if you just send Pedro down to Virginia and let him sit there,
2: <laughs> yeah, not like moving. he turned onto a back street by accident, going, yeah, how did I get here?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you just put so so. I'm just gonna say this, so all the kids at home aren't all offended. But you put, you send Pedro down to Virginia, you get, you get okay. the reference right? Penis into the vagina is what I'm trying to say.
3: <laughs> oh, and we uh, got the okay. reference. <laughs> yeah, we all right, get just it. making
0: sure you got it. And then you're supposed to just hold it there and never move and that that and that's called soaking aka you haven't actually had sex aka you can tell your advisor counselor bishop whoever that no no we we didn't have sex and and they, then they-
2: believe that you get one free trip in and one free trip out before anything counts against you, yes. you get a you get a free sample like Sam's club yep that's oh. not a meal yep. that's just so we're we're not we're not playing fiddle here, <laughs> no, right? Accidents we're, happen, you know. Sometimes things just oh, it's a, it's a, so soaking go.
1: is a whoopsie thing, like oops.
2: No, wolf.
0: soaking is the wolf the wolf act wolf. of just hanging out in there and not moving. That's,
2: you can be in there as long as you want. Oh.
0: You just can't
2: leave and come back again.
0: Yeah, because oh. you're so you're soaking in it. Oh, geez it all sounds bad okay so then there's that now there's one other thing they do this one cracks me up because it takes so much effort and so much somersault i didn't
1: know that was soaking thank you for educating you betcha you, you <laughs> bet
0: here's the other one that just totally blows my mind because it's so much expense and time and i just don't know why it's worth it for people but here's a lot of the things they'll do they will literally on a like a, a spring break or some kind of break from school weekend whatever they hop in a car or a plane they go to las vegas they get married in one of those little white chapels on the strip. So now they're officially married and they go have nothing but just like, you know, whatever the opposite of, of tantric is. They do that all weekend. Uh-huh. And then on their way out, they get, which is very easy to do in Nevada, you get annulled, you get an annulment and then you go back. And so now you can say legally you've never had sex outside of marriage, even though you never intended really to marry that person. You don't love them. It is none of the normal. What do they tissue. call that one? That one's just I don't know if there's a name. There probably no. is and I don't know it. <laughs> don't weekend
1: him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: weekend blanking. I forgot weekend it was. Wankier. No, it is
1: like that. It's like weekend
0: Oh, what is it? Ah It's something like tempramony or or it's something like that. Temperimony
2: is pretty. It's good. not bad,
1: but I don't think that's it. It's something like that. And I don't know what temperimony means.
0: <laughs> I mean, basically, it's just people doing oh, better the like, law stuff. Like
1: temp and matrimony. Yeah, they, temp yeah. and matrimony. Yeah. So there, or I think there's the. I think there's quinch. just this.
0: It's like this weird,
1: like it's a, it's, a marriage speed run. Right. It's like I'm. Yeah.
0: We've never had sex. Well, you did well, it in No, the, we haven't. We did it in the pooper that one time. No,
1: I don't mean you. I don't mean you. Sorry. I had a brain thing. I just, I responded. But yeah, like if
0: you do butt... Okay, there, Sydney just says it. You do butt stuff in the South, and you can claim you're still a
1: virgin. Yeah, I've heard the butt stuff argument. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, which doesn't... It, it's ridiculous. Like, it is ridiculous. Know, of course you had because- sex. You in
2: theory, most of these people are doing this for religious reasons, right? Like That's most correct. of the time, by and large. <laughs> I just want everybody to take a moment and imagine you're sitting in front of not just your dad, but like <laughs> the Uber dad or mom, whatever. You're yeah. sitting in front of God, right? The Uber. Yeah.
1: Dad. And, and, like <laughs> we're getting niche. And, and, yeah, and God's God.
2: like, hey, uh, we got to go over the things you did wrong. And you're like, well, I didn't have premarital sex. And God's like, okay, let me get this straight. You think it's okay that you went to Las Vegas, (laughs) got married, boned like young rabbits, got the marriage annulled on a technicality, and you think I'm going to just go whoops, You got me. Yeah,
0: you got me. I guess you're in. I guess
2: you're in. Come on. I can create a whole world, but I can't create an ironclad system that you couldn't find a loophole through. Whoops!
0: Not only that, imagine it this way. This is even worse. You go up to you you go up to some sort of presentation, and out walks, since this is almost always the connection, out walks Jesus Himself. All right. Uh huh. Beautifully robed. You know, (laughs) beard's perfect. It's oiled and just looking like. The, the dude we're all waiting for, right, walks out and goes, okay, tell me about uh, uh, your deal. Are you, are you a virgin? And then the kid who soaked on the weekend goes, um, yeah, I, I totally am. And then, and, then, and then Jesus goes, well, what about that one time? Well, I didn't move it. So it counts, right? Like, who, what are you doing? What are you doing?
1: Oh, my gosh. You, and this was on what?
0: No, I'm saying it. that's a that not yeah, happen.
1: Hypothetical. Okay. Yeah, that's this hypothetical. is when
2: Scott talked to Jesus. Yeah, this time.
1: Okay. <laughs> I just I thought I missed something maybe it was on Beavis <laughs> and Butthead or something like that. that time okay.
3: Scott talked to Jesus.
1: Oh, that's right. You started this with Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. With the oil beard
1: right. and everything. I was hoping you'd Humankind, remember. Humankind, everyone. Humankind. Uh, uh, All
0: right. Anyway, moving on. Cyberpunk 2077 is somehow
2: <laughs> nominated for two game awards. I think this article by PC Gamer is a little unfair to Cyberpunk. And I can't believe I'm going to say that because I'm certainly pretty critical of Cyberpunk. Mm. But it it got nominated for two. I think you could certainly raise an eyebrow at one of them. But one of the things it got was uh, I'm looking for the exact award um, that it was nominated Best Score in Music. The score and music weren't buggy. Yeah, they The were score fine. of music didn't promise to be one thing and end up being something else. They're like, good. why are we going to be like? I can't believe that a game that had all these bugs and didn't run well <laughs> got nominated for best score of music. Who can't yeah. like?
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, it was fine. Now it was also nominated for best role playing game, and you can say maybe it didn't deserve that because not a lot of people got to play that game mm-hmm. that uh, wanted to. But that one's a bit debatable. But writing an entire article about somehow cyberpunk got nominated for two game awards yeah one of them makes perfect sense to me it's fine
1: it's not gonna win
2: it won't like, yeah, if it wins this whole
1: win. this whole affair is corrupt
0: well maybe like, but the, the I, I, to john's point i do think pc gamers you know as the british would say taking the piss here they're like being a little too i mean i don't know oh, i yeah. hate this kind of journalism anyway but they're but yeah be upfront about sure. it they're not gonna win best role-playing game my guess is They give that one to either Scarlet Nexus or Tales of Arise. And I keep hearing Tales of Arise is awesome and I should play it. Why is that? Why do people keep saying that to me?
1: I think probably it's in a genre you wouldn't normally play, but it's best in class. Like JRPG. I I don't really know much about the gameplay style, but then it doesn't look like it appeals to me, but it looks graphically super cool. Yeah, it seems neat.
0: Yeah. Seems neat, but it is weird to see the only Western, you know, "quote unquote" Western st- style RPG in there is Cyberpunk, and I'm not even sure I'd call that game more cyber or more uh, RPG or, yeah. or more open world action. Or I, don't I mean,
1: know Shin Megami Tensei might be really good. I saw it on the Nintendo Switch store, but I don't really know anything yeah. about it. So.
0: Monster Hunter Rise is I know popular, but I don't. I didn't know it was very
1: the uh, only one. The only one I know about thoroughly is Cyberpunk 2077, and I don't think it should win. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like. It's Really good, but they did the RPG ness of it, yeah. Um, it was really not well done. They're also not including, you know, like, they're
0: just not including a ton of games in that category. There's like five of these, they're all JRPGs, and that's fine, it's just they're console games. They ignored, there's I don't know, maybe a hundred PC games that probably ought to at least be looked at here. I don't know,
1: deserves uh, to be nominated,
0: yeah, yeah. Kind of bummed me out a little bit. Um, anyway let's look at the, the top categories here real quick game of the year will be uh, the uh, nominees or death loop uh it takes two which is now on game pass i need to play it yeah uh, metroid dread psychonauts two ratchet and clank rift apart and resident evil village are all on there um village would win if it didn't have that guy with the with the trunks trying to sell me the shit and make food if he's if he wasn't there, everything would be fine.
2: You <laughs> just don't like him.
0: He's fine. The Duke is fine. Whatever. Who am I? Who am I to say?
2: The Duke. The Duke. And I'm going to make you some food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the freaking Duke. I saw the scariest mod for that game. Somebody made it so that everybody's facial movements were not altered. They were just enhanced or exaggerated. So if if Lady Death Poop or whatever. What's her name? Uh, Demescue? Demescue whatever
1: death poop, De- De- lady Dorito. Yeah, lady De-
0: Dorito. When she smiles, they just the mod makes her smile go further and bigger than it would have, but in the same shape, it's just exaggerated, right? That's so creepy. it's crazy, and the Duke is f- legit freaky with his with his faces.
2: Anyway. I, see, uh, I see the chat room saying this, and I, I, think, it's, uh, I think it's worth mentioning because um, a lot of people are saying Forza Horizon 5 should be on there, and uh, this was one of the things that, that people called a little controversy on because if you're going by pure Metacritic reviews, Forza Horizon 5 is one of the best-reviewed games of the year. Seems like an open and shut should be in the yeah. list of nominees for Game of the Year. Um, the story is that it was eligible but that the date for submission for judges was actually prior to the game's official release. So very unlikely that yeah. any judges had actually played it, um, even though they're still considering it eligible. So hmm. it it's an unfortunate victim of its release date status. I think that, you know, you can get into the nitty gritty on what that means, how it should work. You know, does this mean that it should be eligible next year? Like that's a whole bunch of weeds you can get into but for anybody going hey forza horizon 5 should be on here that's the reason it isn't it 100 percent should Jeff
0: be it really should hmm. be just from a i mean whatever it's one of the best games i've played this year so why it's not on there i don't know i mean other than what you just described it makes sense i but the <laughs> thing is most most award shows of any other kind of entertainment they do it the following year uh, or after a year of stuff has not mm-hmm. happened, this one just pokes in the middle, not in the middle, but toward the end and says, hey, if you're not out yet, tough shit. Sorry, Halo Infinite. Sorry, uh, whatever else. You're not qualified to be in this year's thing. And then the next year, I don't think they carry over. And that's that's maybe a bummer. But, but then again, like John said and Bo sort of said, and I think I agree with like, maybe we don't care about the awards. You know,
1: I care about the yeah, announcements. It's just an excuse to watch trailers pretty much. Yeah
0: yeah i'm down with that uh let's see i did want to look at which one was it best indie i think i agree with this although 12 minutes reviewed terribly i don't know why it's on this list but whatever uh death death's door that's an awesome game thumbs up for that i agree that should be it in fact it probably will win inscription inscription? inscription also awesome loop hero i played so much loop hero this year
2: yeah.
1: I mean, I Hero's want to see really, Loop Hero win it. I, I know Death to it. Store, I, I can tell by looking at it and hearing it is good. Inscription, I still haven't dug into yet. Thanks to Grow up for gifting it, but I just haven't played it. That was nice. Um, but Loop Hero is really good. Yeah. It's very well, good.
2: Loop Hero is always going to be a special game for me because that was my taking care of a newborn baby game because it was so easy to just let it play while I was, you know, yeah. holding him or feeding him. And stuff like that so that's that game's going to be a sentimental like game tied to me forever look at these
1: guys <laughs> you can do a lot with a little i think that's what is true. It, like yeah. a 20 plus, meg download or something like that like it's impressive yeah
0: game. it really is plus they um this it's impressive devolver digital is what three of these four three of these five slot slots i mean they dominate right now in indie stuff so that's that's pretty cool
2: I'll tell you one I found surprising in its absence, even though it isn't what I would have given the award to. But for best ongoing game, Mm. you have Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, Final Fantasy XIV Online, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. I was surprised to not see uh, No Man's Sky on there, because I feel like that's the game that if you look over this past year... It feels like every couple of months we talked about No Man's Sky again because they were doing something crazy and cool in that game. Yeah. Uh, which to me is the very definition of an ongoing game, and I'm a little surprised to not see it uh, on there. But again, Some I, best I community would, support. Mm-hmm. It will shock no one to know that I would probably give it to Final Fantasy. IV yeah, tier. big
0: shock. Yeah, I can't believe it um there there's a uh content or this is interesting they've 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 gone ahead and decided to do content creator of the year again i hate that category even if i won it i'd hate it i
1: think i kind of hate the term content creator
0: yeah i don't like it it's not my favorite thing in the world um it's yeah very
1: bland and vague
0: but i saw this part where it's best esports game category and it says presented by grubhub and for hot second i thought they were talking about grubby and I thought, that's oh, yeah. great. Get Grubby out there. He'd do a great job. And then I went, oh, no, it's the food <laughs> delivery thing. No, Grubhub. It's Grubhub. Yeah, Grubhub.
2: It's not uh, I think Grubby should be the one doing it.
0: I do, too. Grubby's my favorite of those dudes. I think he's great. Um, all right. Well, there's that story. And uh, there you have it. Stardust now has $400 million, everybody. The game that will never come out has all your money. It's almost a decade of development. $400 million. Um, they're
2: just going to start their own country and maybe space program. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they could. They got a ways to go, but they're, they're heading that way. It's
0: a lot of money. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's not a lot of money in some circles, but in gaming circles, that's a lot of money. It's perhaps the, the you know, like a major studio on a major platform. That's maybe what they would spend for their big giant game. Uh, anyway. So maybe they just finally reached triple a money status and, Now we'll get a game out of it? I don't know.
2: That would be the cool win, is if if we got a game out of it at some point. That'd be real neat. Yeah. And hold your all you people
0: who have invested in it and bought ships and all that, hold your emails. I know there's a bunch of you who are really loving it and loving whatever it is you're getting. I just mean, can we I want to go to Steam or Epic or even a website and say, download this video game and pay us this much money to play it. It's not happening. So there's
1: a wiki there's a Wikipedia page that list of most expensive video games to develop, who knows how accurate but it's the highest on this list
0: wouldn't surprise me
1: 400 total million cost, like $320 million plus, Cyberpunk was second at $316 Ooh, geez, that's not a good sign <laughs> Call of Duty <laughs> Modern <laughs> Warfare <laughs> 2 you II. can't just
2: throw money at your problems and make them go away
1: yeah. I mean, I guess it's what we know, so who knows how accurate, but like Final Fantasy 7 is fourth on this list, that game was made in 1997 yeah you know, yeah. and that was 40 to 45 million. I mean, is it really costing hundreds of millions to make video games like call of duties and stuff? I, I just feel like definitely tens of millions, but yeah, well, the 400 call 400 million seems like quite a lot to make a video.
0: Game. The call of duty case is never, you know, it's not like every year they go from scratch. They have engines they keep using, they keep modifying stuff. They, you know, they have a pipeline,
1: you know, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, meant to be I'm sure it's not cheap. I just, I mean, I don't know if we have ballpark figures on the average. Per- we know about movies, their costs, and how much they end up making. Yeah. I find it surprising we don't have a sense of whether this seems really expensive to me. Yeah, it's a lot. Although I it's over like 10 years, but still hey, feels like a scam a game or something. I hope I it's know.
0: not a scam, but maybe put your game out and let me play it. And not, not in this other weird way of like, buy a ship 20 years earlier, and then maybe you'll like it. I don't want to do that. I just want to play your effing
1: game. Yeah, I've seen people rationalize it as like, well, you know, I get to be part of the development process. And so it's interesting. And and I guess if that's what you're doing, that's great. The yeah.
0: Great matter says like, you can go can down, be- download the game and play it to be fair. Well, not really, though. It's not a finished game. Like if it was, this it is would be. The,
2: this is the argument everybody makes every because I always get on this show and say Star Citizen isn't a real game. And I always get people following up and go, you can download it and play it right now. You can watch footage of people playing it. And I'm so sick of explaining why I don't think that's true, and feeling like they're just telling me. Well, he just doesn't understand, and me just saying they just don't understand. So I'm just gonna say my new answer is no. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you, can't go, you can't go download it. <laughs> and yeah. until someone proves me wrong, uh, no, you can't. That's I right. mean, you can though? You can, nah, but you can't. can't.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can in this other reality of of like how you want to get a piece of content, but not in the regular one. Like. I don't even mean it has to be on something like Steam or uh, you know a PlayStation or something. Just
1: whatever. You, you they could they could, they could have launched something and like No Man's Sky is showing you that you can or Elite Dangerous but you can launch something and continue working on it. Like they yeah. could have just launched some base package.
0: They could have and they and they kind of have for their big supporters. But then again, I don't know. I did play it for that one weekend where they had like a free weekend or whatever. And it was like really buggy and terrible. I don't know where it is now. But that single player thing, those actors. All the footage I've
2: seen of people playing it has uh, not been the the most exciting thing in the entire world. Yeah. Uh, From a technical aspect, from a performance aspect, from a what I'm seeing on screen aspect.
0: I mean, maybe this way has been better for their PR to do it this way instead of like No Man's Sky coming out kind of busted on day one, but then making it right and then over and they've they've well paid paid back everybody for their whatever their sin was their original sin was um maybe that's less maybe doing it the way star citizens doing it is less of a problem i don't know i don't know i can't i can't or just, explain it. just release
1: City. squadron 42 like i mean hmm. i don't know just, yeah all those actors are going to be dead
0: by the time this thing's out
2: <laughs> it's going to be the only way you can see gary oldman yeah yeah, go get star citizen his latest his latest work
0: his latest uh 15
2: know. years after he died it finally came out yeah
0: mark hamill gone all those people are in it i mean they're not dead yet don't everyone freak out at me all right moving no. on uh let's get to uh our dear martha amazon review that's right we like to do these on the show and uh usually it's steam sometimes it's amazon doesn't matter because they're game reviews and we do it in the stylings of of, uh, you know, an 1800s dear Martha letter home from the war. And we're going to do that again today. So here it goes. Uh, this is for Madden NFL 22. Enjoy.
2: My dearest Martha. I present to you now my review for Madden NFL 22. Martha scores get wiped out in franchise mode. Slash, if EA don't patch soon, I will have to return for refund. Game is unplayable. (laughs) Oh, hold on. It's cut off. Hold (laughs) on. Game is unplayable. One out of five stars. EA has patched and fixed problem, so I'm changing my review from one... To four stars, four out of five stars, yours in this life and the next, Shadow Chuck. I didn't mean to play that yet. Uh, Thank
0: you, Shadow (laughs) Chuck. That was the wrong thing right there. Uh, That was awesome. Well done. But I really did mean to play that. It's time for us to talk about the games we played. And it's been a couple of weeks, so I haven't had a chance to do this. But I've gotten completely obsessed and in over my head with Halo Infinite Multiplayer. It's really good. Now, some of you might say, well, it just feels like I'm playing Halo again. Exactly. You are playing Halo again. And Halo had one of the best multiplayer loops of gameplay in the history of the medium. And I'm here to tell you that that thing launched super clean uh, early. They surprised everybody with it, with their 20-year anniversary stuff. It wasn't supposed to be out yet. It's free to play everywhere. That means if you're not on Game Pass, fine, play it on Steam. It's a free to play game. It's their answer to Warzone, to Fortnite, to whatever. This is Halo Infinite multiplayer is is a standalone product that runs independent of the of the campaign and the main game that we're all getting in December. Um, And it's very, very good. There's a lot of stuff you might argue is missing, some of the modes that people love from past games and some of those other things. They're adding a lot of things. Most of those things are being added into the game. It's going to take a little bit of time, but it was a. I had a lag-free day one experience, packed servers, tons of people to play with, no issues, nothing but fun. The 24-player, uh, what do they call them? Big war, big fight. I always forget what they call it. Anyway, it's a big team play thing where you got 12 on 12, vehicles, outdoor stuff, all that. So I haven't had that kind of fun since, honestly, the last time I played Halo Multiplayer. And before that, it was like Unreal Tournament was my jam in that regard. It's, it's a return to form in a way that I didn't expect to be as good as it is, and I love it. So if you have Game Pass, or even if you don't, if you've got Steam, if you've got everything, I guess, but a PlayStation, <laughs> um. You can play it, and it's great. Cool. Big battle mode, that's what it's called. It's very, I, very good. I'm
2: really enjoying it. I haven't played a lot. I've only played a couple <laughs> matches. Um, but I'm. it looks great. It plays great. Um, it feels like Halo, which it should. I, I'd say maybe the only things that, that I'm a little down on right now, and I get why they're doing it. So here's the thing. like I'm of two minds. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, we're doing this, and we have really, really good reasons for it. And I go, okay, I understand, but maybe I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Um, you go into the customize. You know, Halo's always been big about customizing your Spartan and, and all of that. And it just felt like everything I went to do and customize to get my guy to look, you know, the way I wanted them to was uh, locked mm. behind something. You know, this is locked. This is locked. Got to unlock this. Got to unlock that. And, you know, this game is a a progressive game. It's going to be ongoing. You're going to, you know, you're going to need to keep playing and unlocking things. And that's part of the charm. And that's part of the fun. If you got in and just immediately had access to make the character exactly the way you wanted, you know, what are you unlocking? There's not a lot of point to it. Right. So I get it. But I just felt like, you know, yeah, I could make. a a spartan running around in purple armor like i did in the other games but it just felt like there was so much and and i thought well surely it'll let me do this no if you want this exact color scheme that's locked behind something like you Mm -hmm. can do purple but if you wanted to do purple with this highlight no that's locked if you want to do this that's locked too and it just felt like a bit much there was a certain point where i was just like okay you've locked up enough maybe let people do some of this stuff um that i didn't I didn't really love that, but yeah. the gameplay side is great. It has created a loop where I want to unlock those things, which is the incentive to keep playing. So in that regard, it's good. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it just, it just felt like a lot of stuff. It's definitely <laughs> battle
0: passy. you know, it's, it's one of those, like that's what they're doing. They're, they're making a free to play game that, that gets the money on the skins end and all of that. Um, and so, You're right about the immediate customization options are limited. If you got in day one, they gave you some launch skin stuff and let you mess around with color and all that. But um, I went ahead and bought the $8 Battle Pass. And you pretty quickly get access to way more stuff. Um, If anything, they need some balancing on that, because I think the Battle Pass without the boost, without the dollar boost is just way too slow to get anything new.
2: It's incredibly yeah. slow. Like I'm used to a ramp before we get to uh, what does Bo call it? Ding desert. The ding, ding desert. desert? Yeah. yeah, I'm used to like they get you with a little incentive at the beginning where they're like, "You're level zero right now." Oh, you finished a match. Well, now you're level one and a half. What do you think they of that? Get you, your hooks. A give match? you a second Yeah. Now you're level three. What about that? You skipped all of level two, and you're like, "I'm so excited! I'm great at this game!" Before it slows down, I've played several matches, and I'm still level zero. And a ways before level one. I'm like, oh, oh really? Goodness. Yeah,
0: it oh, takes wow. a really long so, time. So real quick here, doesn't do it based on XP. I mean, it's XP, but it's not XP earned in the traditional way of, oh, I played a game. Therefore, I got some XP. Um, mm. It's based on a, not a, is it achievements. I forget the word
1: like
2: objectives, use. like objectives. it's not exactly achievements, but like, like quests or they've, something. Yeah, they've got that yeah. like daily quest thing of like perform X number of headshots to get this amount of XP, you know, do this yeah. to get. This. Yeah.
0: And if you do those, quest. you can do things at a pretty good clip. I'm up to level three, but as much playtime as I've put in in a game like Call of Duty, I'd probably be level 24 or something. So the the the, the level stuff is it's a relative change. Um, I think they need to give people some baseline XP for just playing. Um, Yeah,
2: especially because I think trying to complete challenges can affect gameplay. Like, I'm not completing a ton of challenges because my goal is to make us the winning team, which we've been every single time. So I'm clearly doing an awesome job and an amazing player. But uh, the... I'm not getting anything for it cuz I'm not trying to teabag 18 people in the middle of the match. Oh, I'm by the way, fun fun fact. Ball.
0: Fun fact about teabagging. I'm glad you brought that up. The game yeah. won't let you. Literally, you cannot teabag. Now you can squat what? and and you can kneel or whatever uh like always in these games, but when you are standing over the body of your slain, you can't teabag them. It stops oh, you from doing come it.
1: On, now hold on a second. I'm going to
0: argue this is good because The the I think that takes away a serious point of toxicity in this game, where people are like, "Ah, you noob!" I'm going to sit over your face and act like I'm putting my balls in your mouth. I think taking that out of the game is a benefit to the
1: game, to the community (laughs) Uh, of the game. That's that's a a poor one out for (laughs) teabagging.
2: I here's going to be my controversial take. I guess I think I I understand why it would get removed. Yeah, why it would be seen as a negative thing. Yeah. I think players are always going to want to say or do something to show that they they did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think you buy that it? removing teabagging encourages perhaps Th- worse worse things than teabagging. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Yeah, I have to ask though because I don't know what the monetization options are. Can do you have other sprays or emotes that you can all pay sorts for of stuff. or unlock?
0: Yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. So, so that's why emotes. teabagging's
1: gone. They want you to get use the. Oh, it's the a huge part system. of it. Sure, sure.
0: But it's yeah, also yeah, like, like um, it's also like yeah, the least you're never going to charge for a teabag. So it's like the least. Uh, it's a toxic behavior. Sure. That teabag
1: gets, teabag is an internationally recognized sign of of goading, like you know and. Well, that's yeah, why, but I mean,
0: that, that, I don't think that's a good thing, like just because it's internationally recognized is a good in, way to.
1: Ha- in gaming, we have traditions. Some are great, some, you know, less so. But like smack talking in a PVP game is part of it. You know, I, It's part of the experience. Mm. I'm not going to it's not going to keep me from playing Halo or anything. It's not the end of the world, but yeah, we're. If I, just, I was there's a a little girl. Bit of rounding too many edges of tape, you know, like we got to put some sharp edges in our competitive games, and teabagging is so like the point of teabagging is it's so it's just crouching. Like, imagine getting offended, and the avatar just like it's a little, I know, but it's so the, infuriating. But the but part the, of
0: the implication is a little, I'm not going to say that it's not rapey, but it's like oh <laughs> okay hey I've, sure. i'm sure putting my balls in the mouth of i don't know this female girl who's 12 years old playing his game for the first time okay
1: fair you know enough I mean? there's some toxic masculinity along with it and i don't really have a leg to stand on there um but you know i don't know do you know what i mean though? i mean i just i admit to being a juvenile male and when playing these games you know saying the most heinous things for yeah. for laughs and and I realize I'm 40 and probably should be more mature, but at the same time, it makes me laugh. <laughs> like, I'm just I'm gonna, I'm not going to lie. Like, that kind of stuff still amuses me. Well, so. I get,
0: and I may be a little, you know, I may be biased. My my 24-year-old daughter, we were playing together the other day, and she was so glad. She goes, really? They don't do that anymore? Goes, oh, I'm so glad. I hate that. It's gross. Every time the implication of it is gross. And I went, oh, I never thought of it before because I'm a dude. Yeah. With my testicles,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, but,
3: like, you know, us,
1: <laughs> us, us dudes enjoy our homoeroticism of, of, you know, putting our testicles in each other's mouths <laughs> as a rite of male passage. Like, it's totally homoerotic. Like, that's, it's like, it. what is it? Every fear hides a wish. Yeah. Right? We're all supposed to hate doing it, but secretly we want to mm, eat those testicles, <laughs> you know? like. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's not <laughs> the active teabagging that's a problem. I think it's the repression uh, of, it, of the way we uh, treat it. Anyway. Yeah.
2: I, I Again, I think it's fine as long as that doesn't then... I mean, I don't... I turn it off all by default, so I don't know what the chat options are like in this game. I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. As long as it doesn't turn into people just writing and like saying incredibly awful things because we removed the most base level uh, way to pump your fist like you know that's fine yeah yeah so
0: well it's i all i can tell you is this it doesn't the pace of the game kind of makes it irrelevant because it's really fun fast and crazy there's not a lot of time to gloat like you if
2: you take the time to do it you're probably dead you're probably at least in the matches i've played because it's usually like A lot of the battles are like heroes battles where both teams just run into each other and it's like, okay, well, who's going to be the last person standing in this group of people that just all ran in?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the way I I see it is, I don't know. I think it's a it's a way for them to do two things at once. I didn't think about the other win for them that Bo mentioned, which is they're going to charge for emotes. So. Of course, they don't want to give you the free international language of teabagging in the game. But but also, uh, also on top of that, I do think that it does say something about the more um, mainstream nature of games these days. It's not all just, you know, prepubescent boys being dorks. I think it's more than that. And it's one little thing to do to say, look, maybe now don't pretend like you're humping somebody's face when you win. You know? And I think that's fine. It's not perfect, but it's fine.
1: It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's yeah. just, you know, yeah, it's, it's the fun the though.
0: That game is fun as shit and I'm going to keep playing it and I'm really enjoying it. I'm more excited about that, that campaign than ever. Um, not even because this, you know, this doesn't say anything about narrative at all, but what it tells me is there's technical proficiency here. That extra year did buy them polish time. Um, I think it shows in, in just the multiplayer modes alone. I'm very excited about that story and about the grappling hook in particular. <laughs> that thing's really fun. Um, I just think Halo might be back in a way that's significant this time and one that would you know really challenge things like Call of Duty, which, which has had such a stranglehold on popular shooters that this could actually come back and say, hey, remember us? Remember when we were top of the thing? Maybe we'll do that again and do it at a time where Call of Duty's actually kind of sucking right now.
2: Yeah, so. I'm excited for it. And I'm I'm glad to see a lot of people playing it, it seems like. And it seems like the kind of thing, you know, that I would kind of dive deep in as far as like a multiplayer shooter. Like it it plays the way I want it to. The only thing I have to get used to is, is I've said that Halo has kind of always stayed like an evergreen area for me for playing uh, multiplayer. I can always kind of dip back into it mm-hmm. and uh do okay but switching from controller to mouse and keyboard has been a real like learning. oh was curve gonna ask me. you
0: where you're playing it i'm playing it on mostly the xbox I've, i have it on both and it's playing great on my series x i actually think i prefer it on the couch uh even though i know i'm not getting you know mouse and keyboard give you so much more control over precision and everything but I really like the feel of it with the controller but I think it's okay on keyboard. I mean, how, oh, how are Oh yeah, you f-
2: I think it plays great. I just it's you get into it and it it feels familiar and I mean that's good. That's how it should feel, but that familiarity for me is with a controller. I like getcha. I'm And you can do controller on the on the computer as well. Like there are PC controls for it obviously. Uh, I do think they did a patch because on the first day that I played it, uh, I could not map things to my side mouse buttons, uh, but I could when I played more matches today. Oh,
3: interesting. That was
2: a big deal for me because I I definitely prefer to have things mapped elsewhere than just the keyboard, Um, but that is working now. So I don't know if that was a one-off from... My first attempt to play it or, or what, but it's working fine.
0: Yeah, I, w- I was able to get it, my side button for my grenades is what I use that for. And it, it that worked for me day one, but maybe there was something yeah. weird going on. Um, the, uh what was I going to say? The game, duh, but, but, I forgot. It's good. That's all I'm saying is it's good. I think we, particular, the three of us, would have a ball in some, like, just go for it matches. I think it would be really fun. There's almost like a not a MOBA quality, but there's a, there's a pace to it that I just forgot how much I liked it
1: and yeah. it's been yeah, years. I mean, I, yeah, I should download and check it out for
0: sure. Yeah. You should give it a shot I'm see what you think. Um, I you like can, me some halo. Yeah. You can dip back into halo. You just can't dip your nuts into anyone's mouth in it anymore. No, so that's good fine.
2: advice in general. I think.
1: <laughs> Keep your nuts out of, out of my mouth, I guess. I if um, it's covered in Nutella? Is that okay? Oh, it's totally fine. Yeah. Never mind. Let's let's
0: move on. No, Nutella. Mm. Nutella. Uh all right, what else? Forza uh of Five or Forza Horizon 5. Uh we've mentioned a couple of times, and since we missed a week, it it feels not like old news, but it's been out for a bit now. But I think that game is incredible. I think Microsoft's having a hell of a month um, with these two games alone. But I think Forza Five, while In a lot of cases, or in a lot of ways, you could say, well, it's a lot like 4. Well, yes, it is. I think the best parts of 4 are here. Um, I think the setting really sets it apart. Having it be in Mexico just feels like an amazing playground for the kind of game these Horizon games are. And I think that they've gotten better at having fun activities versus grindy activities. And the result is a really fun racing game to the point that I think I'm just going to call it my favorite racing game. I, I like it better than mm. than Burnout Paradise as a, a game oh, that I, I love a lot. That's great. Um, and I think, I think this just supplants it. Just finally somebody got it right enough to, for me to say, well, this is as good as that was ever was. Um, I really like Forza 5 a lot. Uh, John, you've been playing that a bit?
2: I haven't gotten back into it yet. Um, but I, I mean, I completely agree with what you're saying i can't go so bold because i just haven't played it enough but uh, for the time that i have played it the sense of speed the ease of driving you know like the kind of friendly nature of the game you know not taking itself too seriously uh being able to rewind and just go you know what i don't want to start a whole race over because i messed up one turn like and that's not how it should work like that stuff is just really cool, and it's just very welcoming. And even though uh, aesthetically speaking, there is a lot of desert, uh, which is not my favorite aesthetic, because mm-hmm. um, it, it is right outside. You know, it feels very familiar. Um, the game is beautiful, and it just looks really great. And and you can certainly get away from that. It's not all desert. Yeah. Um, it's just a it's just a very cool game, and everything works the way it feels like it should.
0: Yeah. It really does. If I had any complaint, it would just be what dialogue there is and what story around the events you have with your character and stuff. They're as cheesy as ever and just kind of like, yay, yo, you're coming down here to raise it. You know, it's just a lot of that and it's fine. That stuff's always bad. Burnout Paradise's DJ for some this is sacrosanct, but those those are also bad.
2: This is DJ bad. Atomica coming at you. Yeah. We that got a guy driving crazy in the city. Oh man. And you can turn It's right legend, up there man. with the big and here comes our star racer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. John. I like yeah, I don't like it. Oh, there is a lot <laughs> of that. And you're right about the name. They call you by name. The the computer sorry, the, the console slash computer wherever you're playing it, is saying, Scott, you need to check out this new race. I thought there was a character in the game named Scott, and I just was lucky to have the same name. But no, it knows your name and says your name. Uh, says John, says Scott, says whatever. It's really weird. It's just a cool game. It has all kinds of cool stuff. My favorite moment had to be when I was racing very tight race, and I got a little bump behind on a turn, and I really didn't want to lose. And I noticed that it's freaking Garrett's Drivatar. That bastard Garrett. <laughs> And it says his name right over the car. Now, it's not him live. You can do live racing, but it's just for this race, they're all AI, but one of them is based on Garrett. and Because he's on my friend's list, and there he is driving. Pissed me off, made me steer into the turn wrong, end up in the weeds. You can rewind, which is cool, kind of like the old dirt games. So if you screw up real bad, you can kind of fix yourself. Um, and you can get as simi as you want or as arcadey as you want. It's a, just a cool package. I really like it a lot. That game's right. Yeah, there
2: were a few moments, uh, probably not anymore because I know you've put so much more time into it than me, but when I was exploring and it was, you know, telling me like, Hey, you've explored this much. Scott has explored this much. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, look at, look at me catching up on Scott's exploration here. Oh, mm-hmm. this is pretty good. Yeah. I, I like a lot of that. I like the, the kind of friend connections that it makes and it, you know, it's a system that feeds into itself. It makes you want to add everybody to your friends list and just kind of be in there. Even if it's not direct playing with each other, you still feel connected in a in a good way. It's very nice. There's
0: also a Battle Royale mode. I guess there wasn't four, but I didn't know about it. I never played it. Um But I played one in this one and it is weird. You literally, it's in the multiplayer. You have to, you know, you have to purposely go there to do this mode. But you start out with. I think it's 45 other racers. I don't think it's a hundred. I'm not sure. Um, in a big giant area, big desert area. Uh, I think there's multiple maps anyway. You it's, it's like a battle Royale. The thing's slowly closing in after certain time intervals and all that stuff, all that thing you're used to. But the way you win is you start out in a shitty Volkswagen bug with nothing. And you drive around and find better cars. So like here's an RX seven. Okay, cool. That's an upgrade. Ooh, look around the corner. It's a Maserati, whatever. Now you got an even better car because the goal is eventually you're going to run into one of those guys, and when you do, you have to race each other. The loser of that race is out, so you're just trying to constantly win races and have a better car doing it, and you swap cars immediately. You see a car, you hit it, and you jump in it, and you're on your way. Um, That was a lot more fun than I expected. I thought it would be a dumb throwaway mode, and it was actually pretty fun, so – it's a hell of a package. It's a really cool game, and um, you don't—I don't even think you have to be much of a racing fan to enjoy most of it because it's—it's just some of it's just goofball. Like hit all the—you know what I loved in like Paradise? You had to hit all those uh, billboards, uh, and they were hard to find sometimes or tricky to get to. The jumps were too high, whatever. This thing's full of those, tons of that. And four didn't have that that I remember, or at least not as much. But this thing has a bunch of those kinds of things. Some of them seem impossible, but when you get it, it feels really good. And the cars are really hot and the graphics are insane. That, that game's beautiful is the other thing. Um, and I can't tell the difference. There's a performance mode and a, and a, a quality mode on the, on the console. and PC, do whatever your card's capable of. But on there, it's like, okay, well, do I want to play quality, which is all the textures at full, all the whatever, whatever, all the lighting and everything, or do I want to play performance for a better frame rate? I've played both and I can't tell the difference between them. I think that's a good thing. You know, like I think what it tells me is that their, their quality mode is just about right where the performance mode is. And it, that's not like suddenly I'm unlocked locked at 30 frames. It's more like, Oh, you know what? I might be thinking of halo. Maybe it is 30 on the racing game. I take it (laughs) back. Halo looks good in both modes. That's what it is. Uh Oh, um, and this game still looks good, but it's a, but there but there is a little drop in quality in favor of frame rate at 4K, you know mm. UHD UH, uh, yeah UHD and what's the other thing uh, the uh, HDR lighting and all that stuff. Uh, regardless of what you're running in, though, beautiful game. It's great. I love nope. it. One of my favorite games of the year. Uh, what else? Oh, I'll just mention I cracked open Ruined King uh the leg- the league of legacy league of legacy the league of legends story <laughs> game from riot uh yeah. which i'd forgotten even happened they got so much weird stuff coming out these days and uh a friend at riot gave it to me and uh i am surprised oh. how cool that game is that game is rad it's another one of these you know offshoots from league of legends i don't know any of these characters so it's all new to me um but
1: it's a uh, traditional got, you got your Liam O'Brien in there. Yeah, Liam's in there, you're right. I, well, I'm not. You know, Laura it, Bailey see,
2: is in there. Laura's uh, in there. Uh, I, think, yeah. I believe she's the main character. She is. She's um, the pirate
1: lady.
0: Uh, uh I don't know her name.
2: I so I well, I want to give a special shout out cuz I also was gifted it to uh Pard's Bay. Mm.
3: Uh
2: is the name who gifted it to me and there was a moment I like I felt bad at first because I was like, you know, I, I kinda like you, Scott. If somebody gives me a game, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna have somebody spend money on me and then go, man. I'm oh. Gonna... I feel called out. I'm not sure. Sorry, that wasn't that meant name. to be well, a call like out. Checking it out. <laughs> I just realized though, but um I, I so I was like, oh man, I don't know. I had the same League of Legends bias that I had about the show I'm watching Arcane. I was like eh. Um and I got in and uh was taken by a couple things. The game looks very cool. Yeah. Um the style to it is very good. I don't know how similar it is to the show arcane, very, but I know like it looks like the the still shots I've seen of arcane look a lot like what I was seeing in cutscenes and stuff of this. Yeah, so.
0: these these cutscenes like that opener with the pool and the girl and the sword and all that, that's yeah. all very arcane. It's it's okay. Very consistent, yeah.
2: So I, I thought it looked cool. And then what I quickly discovered was this is a game right up my alley with what I've been doing uh, recently, which is playing a lot of turn-based role-playing games. And it's kind of been a, a transformative moment for me. Because to me, when you talk about games that Riot is making,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, whether it's League of Legends or you know a, a card game or whatever, like it always feels like their goal is to... They really lean into the competitive aspect of video games and the like get good, competitive, you mm-hmm. know, all of that. And as I've said a lot lately, I just don't have time for it right now. I'm just not interested in getting good at anything. I just want to play games and have fun. Yeah. And as a result, that's part of the reason why the League of Legends like universe has been closed off to me mm-hmm. is I just don't want to get into those types of games. But now they've made a game that is right up my alley that that isn't. It's like, come for the story, hang out, check this stuff out. And uh, I'm loving it so far. The animations are beautiful in combat. Like when you tell your character to do a special move and she's kicking her guns around and doing backflips and stuff like it looks really impressive. Uh, I love how it looks. I I mean, maybe the only criticisms I have, one is uh, my fault. The other is the game's there is some weird clipping that the game does where it's like the game's very beautiful, but then your character will walk like through a table in a weird way where it's just like half the character model goes through the table and you're like, Oh, that, mm. that just looked weird. That just looked broken. Mm. Um, it, it only stands out because the game by and large looks so good. Yeah. Um, I agree. But then the other thing is, and I don't know how I'm going to stop this as I play this game literally every character i see i go is that a league of legends character <laughs> like i can't stop <laughs> doing it like it doesn't matter who they are they can show up and the subtitle can be like thief says i'm gonna get you and i'm like is that league of yeah legends are you character? in league are you
0: a, I, are you a like, lane clear what are you yeah
2: I can't help it. And I, I know she is cause I've played as uh, misfortune before. Um, so I know she's a character in there, but then like somebody else shows up and they've got a cool sounding name and I'm like, it's a League of legends character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, I, it's a weird distraction. I can't stop doing while I play the game.
0: Yeah. It's just, I had a similar thing except um, I, my assumption has been that everyone who is in that intro video is one. Uh, like you know, they show the lady with the tentacle ball. Uh, I don't know her name.
3: <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. She's Brad. And though. the
2: the samurai looking dude.
0: Yeah, the s- assassin looking guy, and all those guys. Yasuo. yeah, I assume those guys are all you know league league characters.
1: They are champions in League of Champions. Legends, yes, yes,
0: exactly. And this is their fleshing out and their story and their whatever. Um, but what I love about it is the same thing I really like about Arcane is I didn't need to know any of it. It's just working. No, you don't need to. No, it's just working. And and this thing is a JRPG. Well, okay. The, the, it's like a Western RPG mixed with a JRPG. And, 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 and I don't mean that in a, like, a discordant way. They work really well together. The closest thing I can think of is that uh, a couple of years ago, there was a game by that... Uh, not Wildfire. What the hell was that called? It was a really animated, turn-based game like this. Battle chasers. Battle chasers, that's it. Nightwear, night, nightwear, night. Those the night same, the same
1: devs, right? That's the same development no, team. Uh-huh. No, different no? team. But but you wouldn't
0: be wrong same to see it and go, oh, like very that. very similar art and stuff. Um, but it's it's a lot like that, and I really enjoyed that game a lot. Oh, it is the same Cidian studio. I didn't know the that same
2: studio. No, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, is it the that's same artist because it does have. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a, there's an
1: artist uh, associated uh, with both games. Is it I remember Joe-
2: Mad. Madura, Joe Madura. Yes, I love his art. Yeah, he's a like, comic book dude. Um, so it's
0: he did so he, good. He also did the um, the other ones that Liam's in. He plays War. Yeah. Can't I can not think of their when names?
1: Dark Siders. Dark Siders. Yeah, the Dark Genesis. Yeah, all of them. Uh all the
0: Darksiders, I think, from the beginning were were all him. So same artist. Well oh, he
1: he's oh like Joe, you mean?
0: Yeah, Joe Madura. Yeah. Did all the yeah. same art okay.
2: yeah. His style is very, very well that stupid. explains
0: why this feels so much like that. It also the mechanically that lane system is a lot like uh some other games I've played whose names I can't remember because I can't do them today. I can't remember any damn names. But uh it's an interesting like initiative system. Where if you really want to do a ton of damage, it might put you behind your enemies a couple of slots. But if you do, there's a an opportunity version, cost. Basically. Yes, there you go. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it. you
2: can do less damage quickly, or you can do more damage slowly, or be right in the neutral. And it, it's it's a cool battle system. Yeah, I it's like real. It it's
0: really neat. Um, and just artistically, it's really pretty. It's it's all. It's all adding to this whole like, oh my gosh, I think I like Riot Games thing and I don't even play League.
1: Seems po- poised for mobile as well. Oh yeah, this could, be, this could be on mobile.
0: They could do it on, um, uh, well they are, okay, so it's on PlayStation 5, Xboxes, all the Xboxes, uh, PC and something else. Maybe that's it.
1: I mean, I, I think there's a crap ton more of these Riot Games coming as well. Yeah, the merge thing. I don't know maybe. if they announced this or not. It felt like a surprise release, like, oh here, by the way, Riot has an JRPG. Also, they have a Endless Runner, I guess, game they launched the same week.
0: Yeah, a rhythm game called Tech Something Tech. I forgot the yeah. Tech Something anyway. Yeah. yeah, same deal. Nine bucks is all. That's also reviewing well. Um, just
1: like what else is on the way, <laughs> right? Well, it makes it's me like, more excited. Uh, it's about like this. what
2: they did with the Warhammer series, except it seems like it's a lot more hits than misses.
1: Yeah. Oh, there is a, there is another game because I think there's an Echo game coming um, as well. Uh, yeah, called Con- yeah. I'm just looking up called Convergence and then there's a Song of NuNu game. Um, so there's actually two more games.
0: Yeah, it's part of their Echo uh, Forge initiative, which is like their. Hey, we're gonna make a bunch of. It's like what Blizzard, what we thought Blizzard's incubator was gonna be, except these guys are actually making something.
1: Yes, like so. It's like it's almost like not main canon games or may, like tentpole games. It's like the side games. Mm-hmm. Like what if World of Warcraft had a side-scrolling RPG that told the story of Valer or something like that? Yeah, like that could have happened, right? But yeah. it didn't. So well, I would have played the yeah, shit out of that at the time. And and it looks like also what they're doing is. They're engaging it's not like riots making them it would be like blizzard contacting an indie developer and say, hey make us a thrall game and you
0: know yeah and being heavily involved I the person I talked to at Riot was super involved with the creation of this game and was there kind of yeah. every step of the way and uh, that person also has huge um, th- their hooks in the new MMO they're working on and so what that tells me is that this is probably kind of what kingdoms Voilr was trying to do. Yeah. like, here's yeah, our here's our standalone, and then we'll really blow things out with a full-blown MMO or whatever, and I don't know what can be gleaned from that other than this seems like a really nice first stab. I, I really like it. I mean, it.
2: it's kind of working. Like, I watched Bo play, because he's, spoilers, he's going to talk about some Riot stuff too. I was watching Bo play a card game, and every now and then, it would go to the map, and I would see locations that are in this RPG, and even though I hate that I know I'm being manipulated this way, I went, <gasps> that's in the rpg i'm playing i know where that is and mm. i got very excited about it and that's what they needed because you say we're gonna do an mmo in the league of legends universe and i go "Yon, i don't care yeah <laughs> whatever well,
1: go watch arcane and you're gonna know all about piltover and zon yeah and they will become more fleshed out places like arcane's very good it's I really think cool. on the whole, I was right about it be, turning into a commercial for toys. It's still very good, but the first three episodes are by far way better than the rest. Oh, interesting! But, um, it's I still very good. I, yeah, because uh, the first three, it wasn't like about champions. It's about kids getting a Goonies or growing up, and then you know, or Stand by Me or something. You know, it's very good. And then it's all about like, you know, I, I just didn't find the others. It's beautifully animated. Loved watching it, but I'm like, oh, definitely it's definitely like not as compelling. I that's
0: say, interesting. But. I didn't, I didn't feel that way toward the end. I, I, I feel like that's my favorite thing I've seen on Netflix in a while. Like, I
1: it's really, good. Really it's good. It. It's just a really extended video game trip. I just didn't find the story very engaging. It's, you know, like, yeah. Oh, there's magic. Don't, don't, don't make magic and science together. Well, of course they're going to make magic and science together. And, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it was very just like predictable stuff. Uh, it, there wasn't, It is kind of your still enjoyable to watch, but I wasn't like, oh my god, this experience. It's it's kind of episodes. I felt that way. It is
0: your standard kind of steampunk meets magic, you know, thing, which is obviously the vibe they're going for. This game's, you know, there's a lot of piracy, but a lot of there's a robot dude you got to deal with, and you know, he's in charge of some shit. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what his name is. I'm sure he's a hero in the game in League of Legends. Once again, I'm doing what John does, and I'm like, wait, is that guy? Is that guy? Is he a, you know? Is he a jungler? Who is the, who the hell is that dude? Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's kind of working for me. And Bo, we may as well just just get into this before we get to. Uh, we'll swing to you real quick. Legends okay. of Terra, You've been playing that,
1: uh, uh, yeah. So I was watching Arcane, yeah. and then I was like, um, oh, I can't. remember. And then I switched to Downton Abbey, so I've been watching Downton Abbey, and I'm like, you know, down, I've seen it before, so it's like a second watch through. I'm like, I like that Arcane. Let's check out. It's just on my phone. I'm like looking for a mobile game to play while I watched. I guess as like I got a new. Also, by the way, I have an Apple iPhone 11 now, which is a huge upgrade over a shattered 5s. (laughs) So I'm actually impressed with how good gaming is on on a modern device. First Mm -hmm. of all, like sure. Um, not that I really wanted it, but the price was right. Uh, The game, um, games run smoothly. Anyways, I downloaded uh, Wild Rift. Yeah, because I like League, and I was like. Uh, let me. I, play, I played a lot of Pokemon Unite now. I'm like, I'm sure this will be a Pokemon adjacent experience. Turns out Wild Rift is amazing, um, like much better than Pokemon Unite. And it, it, they've preserved a lot of what makes League League, which I do enjoy, but the matches can be 30 to 40 minutes. So the only real difference between PC League and Mobile League is that they, the matches do are 15 to 20 minutes, and the maps are a bit smaller. There's probably some itemization adjustments, but most part, all the items and mechanics are one-to-one as far as I can tell for, you know, there's item builds and it's all pretty much the same game. And the UI is beautiful. Like the UI is just a web browser on your PC, but Mm -hmm. logging into Wild Rift on your phone is on an iPhone 11. Yeah, I like their experience.
0: This this, uh, RPG, John and I are playing, share, share a lot of that style that they use and they also use it in runeterra yeah. i think their ui stuff is really pretty cool
1: i like yeah, it. yeah so uh wild rift this has been great i think i've logged 100 or 200 games at this point um so i've been playing wild rift quite a bit um it's league if you know what league of legends is it's league just on your phone but yeah. it can it controls much better than i would expect and has a lot more buttons and complexity than one would expect and is not hard to pick up.
0: Do you feel I like I playing Pokemon, play Pokemon unite prepared you for that? Like just for the the different, for components.
1: sure. It, it did soften the blow. It's like Pokemon unite was always sort of kiddie in a way, you know, only two abilities and one <laughs> ultimate. And it's wow. kind of the games are can lack competitiveness in terms of people showing up to do Zapdos and and, and or whatever the guy in the bottom was yeah. like, you know, but there's definitely a pretty the league being out for a long time. There's a shared language as to what to do. So, you know, I find most of all playing against and with people to be uh, a reasonably good time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I highly recommend wild rift. If you're looking for some league and I, cause I just don't want to get into the PC want to play 40 minute game. So it's like this nice middle ground. It puts the switch to shame. Cause even like the Pokemon unite experience is kind of laggy mm. on the switch in, in some ways. And it's just, I mean, I like the switch to hardware, but, it runs so much better it runs so much better on the iPhone than the Switch. It's kinda of like wow, that's it's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um but the big thing I want to talk about would be also in the Riot category is Root Terra. So this came out and um I don't know, it just didn't seem as popular as Magic or as Hearthstone, but it is Riot making it. So I thought I'd check it out and see if this thing has long term I don't know, uh life, I guess or excitement to it. Um And I want to say, I think it actually has married some of the gap between Hearthstone and and Magic in a really awesome way. Um, Essentially, it's like a faster, more action-based version of these games, uh, which sort of goes in line with how fast an action-paced League of Legends game can be. And um, it does the thing that Hearthstone balked at. So one of the... it's always a mark against hearthstone to me is that you can't do things on your opponent's turn yeah like that's okay from like a cat if you make an argument like oh yes this is a casual game we want people to be able to enjoy it fine but it it actually reduces tactical depth from what's already been established from previous games and so this game actually does allow you to act on your opponent's turns and does alternating attack steps um which is great, but they do it in a way that isn't cumbersome. So this is available in the Magic Arena client. But the Magic Arena client, the design of that game is just so much more different. There's a lot more involving the stack and shenanigans, where this is very much a sort of straightforward combat thing, even though you can do stuff on the opponent's turn. So I've been playing the... Have you played this before? I have. I you? like it a lot. No, I, was, I haven't so, ever played it. I've, so they have a pretty robust... It's not quite roguelike. You might have saw me play it if you were watching me, John. They have a pretty robust single-player campaign. Uh, They have their own keywords, which are analogs for everything that you would find in another card game. Like, instead of instant, they call it fast for a spell type and slow assort. But it really allows you to get used to it. There's enough content here that you could be playing for months if you really enjoyed that game or enjoyed TCGs but don't want to play on a ladder or competitively. Um, it's kind of like this roguelike experience. And the decks, like, the way deck building works, it's like, in Magic, you might pick a mana type. In Hearthstone, you'll pick classes here. You'll pick a champion or two. And then th- you'll be limited to the card pools of where they're from. So Piltover being a place you could be from, if you pick Jace, then you'll have Piltover cards. And you'll be limited to those Piltover cards. But you can pick two champions, so you can mix and match your mana bases and card bases together uh, to... Pr- to form lots of combos and there are a ton of champions in this game um so there's a lot of tactical depth the other thing that's great about this game is every i think they don't do card. i think you can get card packs but you don't have to everything's all cards are unlockable yeah doing single player content in a a generous way like i've got like i haven't paid a dime i've got like 500 cards and it's like
0: it's crazy that they're
1: they the way they do that
0: I don't, it feels they like a, they almost say they don't want to make money. Not, not that they don't want to make money, but I don't feel like this is them. This isn't a game where they're like, this needs to be a giant profit center. It's more like, this just needs to be a game a bunch of well, people play.
1: Yeah. And so if you want to buy a card, yeah. you can just buy it. Like instead of Hearthstone does packs. So if you really want this card, you got to keep buying packs or get dust. This is just like, here, give us 700 gold. We'll just give you the card you want. Like it just sells all the cards straight up. And all the the gold versions of cards and gilded things, it has all those trappings, but it pretty much, it's removed the, because it's a digital game, the the idea of a pack is imaginary, there's no packs, it's like a random assortment of JPEGs that you get unlocked, Uh, it just says, do you want this JPEG, give us money, Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, you know. We don't, it doesn't need to be an NFT either. No. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so it's really got a no nonsense thing. And the gameplay is quite good. I haven't done any PvP. I'm still learning mechanics, but I really love this game. And I was even, I had gotten into a small Reddit conversation with uh, someone who claimed to be a world's level player of Magic the Gathering and high level player in Hearthstone. And his opinion was that this game was actually more competitively deep than either of those games. Hmm. He sort of cited criticisms of both Magic and, and um hearthstone i like responded to him we got a little back and forth because i felt when i played this this was more tactically deep than either of those games like this this is actually if you're into what is the most strategic and in-depth game and you take these three games and rank them this is number one um and that was it's kind of exciting because i like magic i always i always enjoyed hearthstone but hearthstone always did feel like the rng stu- criticisms are fair about this game mm-hmm. And the casual tag on this is fair about this game in terms of which rank is like brain bustingly difficult. Um, this game has just a lot of interesting nuance that, it, that the other games don't have. And so I'm really interested in it. I'm going to be playing it, I think, for a little while uh, because. It's fun. And I got over the stuff I hated about it. I think the fact that the cards turn into weird rectangles is ugly. <laughs> but I got over it and I I like it now. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like but there's too. just a lot about it I didn't like uh yeah. because it didn't jive with my aesthetic sense from other games. But yeah. It um, takes the other bit. thing that's great about this game, I just got a gush on it too, is that cards talk to each other. So if like, you know, if, if Brian's in play and then you play Julian, Julian's like, Hey Brian, how's it going? And then Julian's like, Hey, what's up? Good to see you. Like they actually like they actually have a they don't just do lines when they come in. They actually talk to each other, yeah, and it's yeah. it's awesome. It's a weird, <laughs> they actually it's have a whole weird conversations. Thing. Yeah. You
0: know what's great is uh, I just wanted to shout it out for this real quick. The uh, this game looks amazing on an iPad or even a phone. It's a yeah, really yeah. beautiful mobile experience. Desktop looks great as well, of course. But um, I was surprised at how like on an iPad Pro, this is just like the prettiest thing you've ever seen. It's really nice. Yeah.
1: And the last thing I want to gush about it, which is another shot at Blizzard, and to some extent even Magic, although Magic does this, it has paid tournaments with cash prizes in the client. Yeah. Like, it has these tournament events, it's like, and looking at sort of Blizzard, it, it makes me, it makes me feel justified in being upset towards their, some of the missteps they've made in terms of esports, because to see Runeterra be able to do it, no problem. Uh, to not include a tournament mode or tournament options or a proper draft or anything the community asked for, it really just shows me that um, proper esports proper esports support is not a priority that Blizzard has had. But they've done a lot to make it look like it, and I think their efforts have been half-assed uh, outside of StarCraft for the most part. Like yeah. in all of their endeavors, including Hearthstone. Like, yes, I know they put a lot of production value, put a lot of gravy. They dress the pig up really well, Mm -hmm. but they've been really poor about focusing on supporting tournament options. Uh, In a way, like I I log in and I see like there's a clash this weekend top uh, 300 people who qualify for this clash will make it into the tournament with cash prizes. It's a small cash prize, but the point is the client supporting a demanded feature of some players. And I think the health of an e-sport, even if you're a casual player that the, you know, when you go play NHL on the street, it's fun to have your pro players to talk about in the NHL. Like, yeah. it's just, it's it's hand and glove and fist. Uh, um, your your professional uh, scene as well as the casual scene. If you do one in favor of the other, then you're probably spoiling the soup. Yeah. And so this game seems like it's, po- it could be the kind of game potentially in a few years that people talk about depending on how it goes. Um, I can see it. Gaining in momentum, mm-hmm. I guess. But I think all this I'm stuff sure.
0: is—they're—they're they're trying real hard to gain the momentum by having kind of stuff happening all over the place, riot-related, and right, it's right. hard to ignore. Like, I'm more interested in playing Runeterra again than I was initially, partly because I loved Arcane and I really like this RPG, and I want to see these characters in a new context. And like the reason Hearthstone was compelling is happening to me. Yeah, (laughs) because now I'm like Mm. oh well I actually care about some of this shit and the fact that it's all coming from a MOBA and and John's you know what you said earlier John I was I share with you like the trepidation the kind of like come on you you know MOBAs weren't yours in the first place and you know all those things where I just feel like you have to earn it I feel like what we're witnessing right now is them earning it
2: Mm -hmm. and we'll
0: see how they ultimately do but
2: I mean Bose kind of sold me too like I, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna check it out. I'm like, well, why, why haven't I played the card game? And he's right. I did see him do some of that like single player type mode business, and I was, like, oh, there's, there's a mode for people like me in this game. Yeah, like it, super was, cash. it was something that I initially wrote off because again, I don't associate casual and riot together at all because mm-hmm. like they kind of made a name for themselves and planted their flag on like highly competitive like you know uh, platform, but. You know, it looks like they are trying to appeal to a lot of different uh, people and get a, a wide audience. And you know, the the cross pollination of genres is working because I'm going, well, yeah, I like turn based yeah, RPGs, and then I'm like, well, yeah. oh, if I'm already doing this, maybe I could do that too. And you know, the the like you said, Scott, the familiar UI is a big thing too, mm-hmm. like. You you see it in the game you're playing, and then you see that same UI somewhere else, and you go, "Oh, I understand this. I know this. It's familiar yeah. to me, and yeah. it, it's kind of welcoming." And I think it's really neat. I think I think interestingly, we're kind of seeing Riot do what DC should have done with its cinematic universe, where <laughs> they had the big collection piece in League of Legends, and now they're telling all the individual stories and just bringing people in and going, "Like, yeah, I want to be a." A part of this, I want to be a part of this hole, and um, what? I, yeah,
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I want to be a part
2: of this hole? I want to be part <laughs> this of this hole. hole. I got Bo's attention. Yeah, we got to um, get this <laughs> hole going. But but
0: don't you feel like there's also part of this is? I know some of this is timing, but but part of this is that feels like there's a little blood in the water, and this is a time sure. for somebody with their resources and their footprint to strike. Like it's time for them to say, you know, that blizzard thing that everybody followed and wanted to be and, and and most of us here came from there like yeah. we all it's 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 no longer that thing so now people are like oh other things exist oh other people are doing and like i don't know it feels like there we're witnessing a weird moment here
2: there's and, a lot of people benefiting right now from the dismantling of the cult of blizzard and yeah. i think that developers that are, are capitalizing on it are benefiting from it. I think players are beginning to realize like how locked in in cages they were by stuff they loved. And it's not to say I have no regrets for the time I put into world of Warcraft, like genuinely not as much as I dislike what that game has become. Um, I, I don't regret my time with the game. Um, I do think it's a little weird. Once I got out and stepped away and kind of looked at the, Whole landscape for what it was, how much I had thrown up blinders to certain things as a result of it, but by and large, like you know, it, it was what it was. And Blizzard benefited greatly from doing, you know, what we're saying, Riot's doing right now, which is they created this not just you know World of Warcraft, but they created this universe and these series of universes that you wanted to be a part of in in lots of different genres, and you went well, yeah, why do I need to look at another game? I have this game, and it works with this game, and it's part of this game, and if I want to play this, this is there, and it's in its own launcher. Mm -hmm. Like, all of that really worked well within itself, and there was no need to look outside of that walled garden, and now that a lot of people are, the people that are capitalizing on it, you know, there's a lot of great things to discover out
0: there. Yeah, and prominence makes you, not lazy, prominence makes you overconfident, Mm -hmm. and also, you know, a history of you know bad culture and harassment that no one knew about. I also think that, that bad
1: culture spoiled the soup ultimately. A-
0: absolutely, yeah. no question. But I also think it's got too is, is it is cocky the right word? There's something there where they just went. Oh, oh
2: arrogance whatever. and blizzard are, are big.
1: Com- complacent. <laughs> yeah,
0: complacent. complacent and and cocky are bad combos, and and now now it's ripe for the picking. And, and I don't, and this isn't even them jumping at it right now. Like they were, when they announced Valorant, Wild Rift and Runeterra, that was at a time where League of Legends was all they had. And uh-huh. they had some smart new people hired and they had some plans. We didn't know about them, but that was them laying the groundwork for this right now, which is where they're striking. And it just so happens that, you know, it's a perfect time to strike, but um, you know, it's also one of the first Netflix shows to get a re up for a second season within a week of it airing. That never happens. I know it was a huge success over there for them, and that's
1: that's I mean, also it's, awesome. It's undeniably awesome, yeah. like for net for, for Netflix quality as well. Like, right but for a
0: moba thing, like ugh, like they took a moba. They could have just gone down in history as a one game company.
1: I'm just impressed with where they're at. I they also got a think- lot of blank canvas, though. We're not at the stage of this company where they're like, you know, lore. No. You no. know what I mean? Like, we're not at that stage. This company has a lot of tabula rasa, in a way. Like, all their lore is retconnable. It's just text on their hero page. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know.
0: You're right. It's- That's a weird benefit, right? Like, yep. like, keep them vague, and then when you need it, then you go nuts and and blow it out. Like, Piltover's really, uh, who cared <laughs> before yeah, all this? But- <laughs> Who cares about that place? Like suddenly now it's like this place I really want to go visit. I want to be there in an MMO format after Arcane in particular. That is a big, breathing, dark-alleyed, strange place. I want to spend time there. I mean, they've got me. I'm ready for that MMO like now. I
1: like the lanes. The lanes are a cool place. Yeah.
0: And like, I also really yeah. like uh, Runeterra, and I'm glad you're playing it now. I'm going to have to play it again. Damn it. All right. I have no time for anything anymore.
1: That's great. Yeah, it's it's still just a card game. If you got other things to play, I'm not going to say that it's worth dropping Halo to play Ruutera if you're not that interested.
0: Uh, John, anything else you want to say about any of your Final Fantasy? Yeah, Yeah. I
2: mean, I played a lot of things that uh, you played, Scott. So I played Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer. I played Ruined King, a League of Legends story. I played Final Fantasy 14, of course. I finished the near set of raids. That was really great. It's got me playing. near automata again oh, and man. getting back into that. I can't help it. That music is so good. And just going through the raids in that world and, and hearing the, the best part is they mash up the near music with the final fantasy music for those raids. And it just, it hooked me. And so I'm playing that again, even though it's not on my list. Um, the only thing that's kind of new, uh, is I'm continuing my final fantasy journey. Uh, so I'm now up to final fantasy five, the pixel remaster for five. And I am extremely pleasantly surprised by that game. It mm. feels like the long lost child of Final Fantasy. I don't feel like anybody talks about five. The first time I've ever heard of it.
1: first time I've ever
2: heard of five. You know it's there because there's a six and yeah. there was a four. Yeah. So presumably there was a five. I didn't know there was a fifth one. So nobody, Nobody ever it. talks about it. Um, and I'm really enjoying it so far. It's, a, it's got a strong refinement on the job system from 3, which I really liked. Um, it's got cool ways to customize your job and mix it to where you can be a black mage that knows white magic. That's not just a red mage now. You can do it in a bunch of different ways. And uh, it it's really a, a cool refinement. But my biggest criticism with 3 was I loved the system side of 3. And then I played 4, and all those systems were gone, but it had a, a really crazy but cool story. This kind of feels like the the mix of the two. Like, the job system's really good, the game plays really well, I, I really like everything about it on a system side, and the story's actually been really intriguing and really good so far. And so I, you're kind of getting the story and the systems together, and it has left me in a place where I'm surprised more people don't talk about it. I I do think that's probably because it's in the shadow of four, which is a lot of people's favorite Final Fantasy of all time, and six, which is definitely a lot of people's favorite for all time. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: But um, I'm loving it so far, and the Pixel remaster continues to be great. You know, it looks... Retro and old school while still looking very modern and still being something uh-huh. that you can be kind of pleasantly surprised by while you're playing it
1: nice. and so just to be clear, four and six is two and three u s
2: right uh yes
0: okay, no that's good to know yeah. uh yeah, you never hear about five, we knew it existed, but it seemed yeah,
2: and
1: four <laughs> and six are really i mean they're you know very strong memories of those games, so yeah five probably would be good you'd have to assume right yeah. Hope. <laughs> yeah
2: i mean it stands a good chance to be uh, you know for a time my favorite i am ranking them as i go through them uh right now three is probably my favorite of the ones i've played so far followed by four um but this one is turning out really really good and i'm i'm having a great time with it uh the only criticism i have is i can't change anybody's name except the main character so this is the first one where Scott, Bo, and Ben are sitting out. Oh, and we're already on. I think it comes back in six.
1: What. I think you can name yeah. all the characters in six. Though. Oh, can okay, you? Yeah.
2: Uh, okay. You guys are. You guys have are you not played there. six? Have you played six before? Uh no. I've maybe played. I've maybe played ten minutes. Like I've played. It'll, the it'll be a real
1: step up in quality. That's that. <laughs> your nest to super nest jump. I think right. So
2: it's. uh no, actually, I think I think. Uh, three or no, four, five, and six are all super NES.
0: Yeah. Well, cool.
1: Uh, keep, oh, that's that. right. You're right. You're right. I don't know six is six is superior.
2: That's six great. is definitely, I'm looking forward to it knowing how many people have told me six is their favorite of the entire series. Knowing the love for uh, I like I know Kefka is the big villain in that. Like that's about that's about all I know about it. I fought Kefka in Final Fantasy XIV, by the way. That was a fantastic fight.
1: I feel like Um, six is probably where the the scale gets very epic on these games. And and so your playthroughs are going to start getting really long, I mm -hmm, think. mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the nice thing is, is when the six pixel remaster comes out, it will presumably still have the auto battle so it'll still move a little bit. Oh, but I, yeah, I, yeah, So I think yeah. it might be okay, but once we hit seven, yeah, I mean, right now I'm getting about, you know, between six and eight two-hour sessions with each game, and I think once we hit seven, I think it's going to probably get up to 10, 12, maybe even longer, and I, I don't have a way to speed through it anymore. I wonder,
1: there is a seven, I don't know if it has... You might be able to turn turbo on or something in the in the a more recent release of 7, like even though it's not a pixel remaster, there might be yeah. some.
3: Mm. I wonder if
0: they did that. Yeah. yeah. That's a really nice feature curious. for these games that, you know, we've kind of our sensibilities for how long those turns take has changed.
2: Yeah, it has. Yeah. I still love turn-based combat, but Me too. yes, you can definitely go well, I know I'm going to just attack this round, so let me just push one button and let them just do that. Well, even I in I this Ruined King
0: it. game, there's not an option to speed it all up, but there's basically you just hold down the number two when when the enemies are fighting or even you, and it will double or triple the speed of the animation. Oh. I, so far, I haven't had a need to because it's beautiful; it's really nice. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure at some point, way down deep into the game, it'll be nice to be able to hit two and get you know get to the thing faster. Um, I just think that's the way of the, that's the way of RPGs now, just how it is not raid style where, you know, raid shadow legends where everything's on four speed and you're not touching the screen while it happens. Not really a fan of that, but well, anyway, sounds like a, a fun time and games were had by all this week. Before we get out of here, I want to thank some patrons, okay? Patreon.com slash core show is where you can be a, uh, become a patron supporter of the show. We really appreciate everybody in there, including these three recent people who've joined up. Tyson Parker joined. He's at the Core Hound Silver level. Thank you, Tyson Parker. Uh, not to be outdone, but a little bit better is Kyle Holder, who's at the Core Hound Gold level. That's pretty cool. To learn about what these are, you can find out on the show. That's right. And then Carl Wilcox joined at the Core Hound Platinum level. These are all recent joins. If you want to be read on the show and talked about in such glowing ways, why? Head on over there and do it. Patreon.com slash Core Show. We really appreciate it. It keeps the lights on here, and uh, we love your support, so keep that up. I think that's it for us. I'm going to go eat jambalaya because my kids are over having early Thanksgiving because they all have to go to separate families tomorrow. So tonight yeah. jambalaya with tilapia fish on top.
2: This is my mm. first Thanksgiving where there was a big debate as to who was going where. And, yeah, oh That's a whole... It is, right? That's a whole thing. <laughs>
0: yep. Get used to that. It sucks. But now I'm to the stage where it's like they decide if they're going to be with us or not. But uh, anyway, that's what's going on tonight. And I think I can hear them in there playing Jackbox 8.
2: I think oh, that's nice. what I heard them
0: laughing at. I got a house full of gamers, dude.
1: I raised them right. You raised them right. I don't know. Yes, did I? Sir. I, I mean, it would suck if it would suck if they're all like, anyways, gaming, and you're like, but I, come on, I the, This is what I dreamed of when I was young. Yeah, a family that plays games. They stay together. That's what
0: I say. Yeah, uh, all right. It does well, bring
1: people together.
0: That is going to be it for the show. Again, that's patreoncom show for the support. Thank you for that. And uh, Frogpants.com/core. For Everything else. You can also send us your emails, talk to the core at gmail.com, and uh, follow us on Twitter, Bo Schwartz, Scott Johnson, John underscore Jagger, and of course, Core Pod. Uh, we record live on usually Thursdays. We're doing it early for Thanksgiving this week, but Thursdays at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Please be here on the fastest growing show on the Frog Pants Network, and probably the one I have the most fun on. Don't tell anyone that. Don't tell anyone.
1: I, I won't tell. Keep it. Is it okay if I just tell my mom, though?
0: Yeah, you can tell your mom. <laughs>
1: okay, sweet.
0: Just don't teabag her. Don't teabag your mom. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's going to do wow. it for the show. Uh, let's uh, throw it around and see if uh, we got any wise words here. John. Yeah, think... I don't think I get. Yeah, oh, what? Oh, no, yeah,
2: I have to follow up the wise words of don't teabag I don't think your it gets mom. any wiser than don't
1: teabag your mom. <laughs> yeah, I, think you, some... I think you nailed it. Some solid. Everyone, do solid not teabag tips. your mom. Maybe good. don't teabag your
0: dad. Yeah, don't teabag anybody really, unless they ask you. Make
1: sure it's. I don't know. I think there's some people you can teabag. Well, yeah, but they, somebody right? You can be... teabag Hitler.
0: You could tea Okay, fair enough. I would teabag. You you. Could, no, you teabag Hitler. He'll bite him or something,
1: unless he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Is well, he well, no, dead? To kill him first, then you teabag. Okay, so he's, so
0: he's dead. I killed him with a sticky grenade, and now I can. Now yeah, I can teabag can
1: Hitler. Can tea bag. It's okay to teabag Hitler. Well, it's tempting to call but Those are my final something. words.
0: All right. They're very nice. John, did you have anything to add to
2: that? Uh, you know, you can find fine teas at phoenixpearltea.com. <laughs> Wow, a little bonus uh, repping for Flash TWBD, the yeah, uh, nice. teeth that uh, come back towards us. Oh yeah, no,
1: yeah we, <laughs> real, that's the real tea bagging you should do. That's yeah. right. We're back to then the uh, tea bag all you want. We're
0: back to the waste campaign. Uh, make sure you check us out this weekend, Saturday. We're gonna play three hours right, of D and D. Playing D and D. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Speaking of your turn-based combat, all right, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll be here next time with more core. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.
2: We really pulled a boner on this one.